Ladies and gentlemen, uh, go ahead, do your speech. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, we are going through difficult times here in our country as we speak. People are laughing at us and all of that craziness. And for those people who have decided to freaking storm the DC, Washington DC, Capitol Hill, I feel sorry for you because what you did right there was extremely dangerous for our country. And what Trump decided to do is he decided to make this mega rally and he said he was going to march with you. And what you guys supporters do? You think this election was rigged? You thought um, it was rigged and, and it just kept on pushing and pushing and pushing to the point where it's getting extremely dangerous for for our president, for our president, and just for the country in general. The thing is here, you guys are the idiots here who have decided to storm Washington D.C. yesterday because of what you did right there. You made many people injured, and and four people are dead. And you even did this during a during a freaking pandemic, which you should have been staying at home and going out to work, and also of course following the pandemic rules. But no, you just thought, oh, we could do whatever the heck we want. Where this is not how the real world works. The real world works is that we have to respect everyone of our opinions. About you know of what they think of what president they want, and the thing is here here on the Wentry podcast on my behalf of Brandon, Jordan, and Andrew, we are here to give you some quality entertainment for everybody to enjoy and have fun, because we are into the point where it's getting way out of control with the politics, uh, you know, race, and all that, and. The thing is here, we just gotta move on. And right here, right now, here on the Ray Podcast, we want to have fun and we want to make you guys happy here on every Thursday night. And the thing is here, for the people who decided to make us feel embarrassed here in our country, I hate to say this, but you could go to hell because of what you did was extremely way out of control and out of hand and dangerous for our country. And for the four people who 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 got you know killed here, God bless your souls and um as you move forward here on the Rabbit Podcast YouTube community. Uh, here in the year 2021, right here, we got to move forward and just focus on ourselves. And let's hope that Trump Biden will move us into a better future than a current president tried to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Red Podcast, we want to say, USA Strong. Brandon, take it away.
ladies and gentlemen, streaming to you live every Thursday night on Facebook and YouTube. We will be discussing about news, sports, TV shows, movies, video games, and much more. Starring the following, Andrew Hawking, Brandon Martin, David St. Dennis, and Jordan Little, as they bring you the Rant and Rave Podcast. Uh, thank you, Alex Paris, for that great introduction. Thank you very much. Good evening, everybody, as we welcome you to episode 65 of the Rant and Rave podcast. Glad to have you here, as always, and we're now starting in prime time for all of the episodes for this year. And the reason behind that, I'm not going to get into further detail, but that's another story and another time for that. But... To focus on this, as always, co-founder, co-creator, producer, and one of the four main hosts of the show, yours truly, Brendan Martin. Next to me, as always, the second of four main hosts of the show, the other co-founder and the other co-creator, my good friend, Jordan Little. You know, I am I know for the last, like, it, we haven't been in through 2021 in, like, for a week and yet what happened yesterday is an example why we'll never be able to get away from 2020. However, the only thing we can do is improve ourselves, people. That's all we can do. I mean, I mean, I, I know what I may have said yesterday on the outcast may have been, you know, like iffy along with Charlie. But the thing is, I do say this though. I do stand by what I say that people need to like, need to take some things like this with a grain of salt and just, you know, and just act like adults. That's all I'm going to say there. And, you know, we got quite an episode tonight, especially in regards to, you know, a few topics on hand and a main event topic regarding an exposure. And I want to say this right now. The, now, those who are in the chat right now, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, who, who know about this individual, um, David knows who I'm talking about. The guests will have later on for the main event, which he'll be by himself with those others. But understand this. After this th this topic, the main event topic is over, we're not going to be talking about this topic uh, except for the comment section of this very episode. So, but if you do have questions, you contact us personally, okay? So, Or just contact David or, or whoever yeah. who has the evidence. But, but that all being said, whenever the main event topic is, is ready... David will go ahead and send the link to the to the to the guests who were who you know who was you know caught in the crossfire from recently in regards to the individual who will be exposed. And also understand this. Understand that. Oh hey, Alex Putnam, my favorite Putnam brother. Um, just understand that whatever happens happens. We'll have our takes and opinions after the the main event topic's over. But with that all being said. Let's let's all you know introduce you know we know uh, the Canadian destroyer himself Andrew Hawking. It's good to be here first Thursday uh, in January of 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm doing well, Alex, and I hope you're doing good as well. I mean, I thought you'd be made a moderator on the on the chat on the chat, you know, yet, but apparently I don't yeah, demand. Yeah, but I will get to that. Yeah. It's me, cheater, cheater, meat beater. You know that's you know that's that's you know that's like a masturbation joke, which I which I gave you. You know that, right? If you did not know that, I feel I feel sorry for you. And also with us at this time, who will be main eventing the first episode of you know on the prime time 
you know, of uh, R&R for the first weekly basis of R&R in primetime. In the main event, David D. Thousand, David St. Dennis. Hello, and I just want to say, what do you think of my speech I did there because I had to do that? You said everything that needed to be said. I mean, not everybody can agree, but hey, it is what it is. I mean, it I mean we I mean here at R and R, we 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 value, I mean we 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 have the thing called the First Amendment, and we we use it to our full extent. Oh yes. So, with that that all being said, now after you know now we now. The first opening topic will go to David, but after that, I will actually have all three topics, you know, all in one. So I'm thinking like, hey, that's the, the luck of the wheel. But you know what? Wheel, wheel, wheel of torture. Or wheel of whores, if you ask me. Oh. But still. Anyway, hello, Danny. How you doing? And uh, Jay Houston, Jeffrey, um, Tom, uh Legacy of Dragon, Mitch, uh, Donovan, Michael. Uh, by the way, hey man, Charlie. <laughs> by the way, yeah. hey man, by the way, hey man, Charlie. I yeah, I, yeah and you know what? Check out the viewership right now. I mean, I'm telling you, primetime is going to help us out big time. Yes. But, but anyway, oh, Tom just said, I just want to say something. You guys put on a great show. Okay. All right. No, hey, same here, top. Too sweet. Yes. But anyway, with that all being said, how about we go ahead and get the show on the row? Row and uh, do we have our mystery guest backstage yet? Actually, we do, Jordan. Yes. I wore my ECW shirt mm -hmm. for a good reason. Yes. Yep. Folks, the moment that you all been waiting for, that one certain individual who was originally going to be on Rant Adversary, but he had other complications, but that's another story, another time. However, we rebooked them and all that, so it's all set, ready to go. Folks, that being said, here comes our mystery guest. He's not just the coolest, he's not just the best, he's just incredible. What's going on, guys? Yeah. No, I mean, nothing much, man. And look, I know this is my first time meeting you, but I'm going to say this. This is the first time I think I've ever interacted with an ECW original uh, and a legend. Not going to lie. Oh, right on, man. Thank you so much. It's uh, it's good to finally be here. Sorry about last time, but uh, we're here now. No, no worries, man. Yeah, we're no worries, here now. Man. So what's going on, fellas? Uh, nothing much. I mean, chaos is happening, and we, and we haven't just we haven't gone through a week of 2021. But at the end of the day, hey, you know what? That's kind of funny, you know? We haven't gone through a week of 2021 yet, and yet it's already been extreme. No pun intended. Yeah, no doubt it's already been crazy. But it, eh, what are you going to do, man? It's uh, It seems like uh, it's life these days, right? Oh, oh yeah, mm -hmm. and I bet, I bet there are going to be some people that are marking out because you're here now. Oh, jeez. Hey, and you know, it's kind of, you know, instead you're sm smoking, kind of reminds me, am I talking to Justin Incredible or Sandman? And speaking of Sandman... <laughs> That happened to be an individual who you're very familiar with because you and him were in the ring together with Steve Carino about 20 years ago this day. Yeah, yeah. as a matter of fact, I think that was uh, guilty as charged, uh, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. The, yeah, it was the final ECW uh, pay-per-view of its original run. 
Yeah, at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, I think the match was like uh, either was Jerry Lynn in that? Was it three way ladder match or a four way? I, I don't remember. No, no, no. It was a three way ladder match. I, in fact, I just watched the match before you came here. Because, oh, that was you know, the shit. That, I remember that match being horrible. I know I did a really shitty job, but oh, well, you, you you did pretty okay in my view. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> in hindsight, I always look back at my stuff and think it was horrible, but that's why I don't like you, to watch a lot of my uh, matches. You know. It, you know, the thing is, I know some people may think that, you know, because you see a lot of wrestling nerds like, well, us, for instance. But, but then again, David doesn't count because he's not much of a wrestling fanatic. But at the same time, we can still we can still view and judge a great match. I mean, sometimes we like what we see and sometimes we don't. And quite honestly, I didn't see anything wrong with the match. I mean, all, I mean, all you see is craziness. And that yeah. was all what ECW was about, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess for me uh, as a performer, you know, uh, watching myself, I'm always real critical, right? So I could see, like, every little mistake I made or, you know, uh, if I cheesed on a bump, like, I didn't want to fully commit to the bump and stuff. I'm very critical. But, uh, you know, I'm as mm-hmm. much of a fan as anybody. I watch, you know, as much wrestling. I, I just finished uh, wrapping up the uh, – Wrestle Kingdoms night one and two and New Year's Dash. So I try to stay committed. I watched AEW Dynamite because I do a show uh, Fridays with Vince Russo, an AEW review show that drops tomorrow. So, you know, I'm, I, I watch as much wrestling as everybody. So, and I enjoy it too to this day. You know, I still enjoy pro wrestling and uh, just fortunate to, to still do it for a living. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and by, wait, the Impact players. Hey, wait, wait, wasn't that the one where you were teaming up with uh, Lance Storm? Uh, yes, it was. Yep. Yeah. I, okay. Kind of. I, I mean, you know what? That's kind of funny. You know, like the fact that, man, this. I think all the question we might have is might be ECW related, but you know what? It's totally fine. How about, how about we go ahead and start the the interview right now? So, Brandon, since you're the one who booked them in, you know, and all that, you got you have the floor first. All right, I'll go ahead and start off. Before we go into your career and all that, I'm going to ask you this to start off. How you been holding up during the crazy times that we're currently living in right now? Uh, to be honest, man, it's been really rough. Um, not being able to do live events is, uh, I mean, this is the way I make a living. You know, I, I have t-shirts at pro wrestling tees, but you don't sell a lot of those, uh, to be quite frank. You know, I haven't been on TV, so it's not like I'm a featured, uh, wrestler these days. So, um, not being able to perform and get out there it really has impacted uh, just paying my bills. You know, it's been very challenging. So, uh, you know, I tried to look for a real job and haven't been too fortunate when uh, all you could put on a resume is pro wrestling for the most part. Um, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. But, uh, you know, but other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can. I'm getting by. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we could get back to, um, you know, A, we could, you know, start to recover from uh covid you know that's the most important and uh b you know start to have some events kind of you know start to pop up i mean there have been i'm doing an event um in february in texas so that's positive and there have been some things in florida and what have you but i you know hopefully uh, you know sometime in the near future in the next couple months or so we could get back to some wrestling you know by the way, Charlie just said I was too young for ECW back then. So my first introduction to Justin was part of the X Factor in WWF. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it? Was it? Was it? It had something to do with you and X Pac. Uh, what do you mean? The, like, uh, the X. The, yeah. The X Factor. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was just it was a tag team, uh, and he just came uh, off of doing DX, so it was kind of you know, and his name being X Pac. Um, 
they figured I was coming right out of ECW and ECW went out of business. Uh, Sean and I had been friends for a very long time. And, um, you know, we figured we would be a good heel tag team that could work with the Dudleys who were uh, around then edge and Christian, uh, the Hardy boys and guys like that. So, uh, the, you know, the WWE brought us in as a team and, um, you know, it, it was good while it lasted. We really enjoyed it. You know, unfortunately, it just didn't get as far as we would have liked to have seen it due to the alliance and uh, WCW being brought up. And, uh, you know, all the mixing of talents kind of really screwed that up. But, you know, it, it was what it was. You know, by the way, now that I think about it, wait. Oh, no, dude, dude, dude. You know, I know who that is in the comment section. But I will say this, though. I'll, I'll get to that in just a moment. But anyway... The thing is, I'm trying to think of, where was it? Okay, I did watch the pay-per-view, you know, on okay. the network. And yep. basically on the last, sh which was basically the last live televised and pay-per-view event of ECW, there was something between you and Steve Crino in the back, you know, with, uh, I think it was uh, Francine, you know, who's backstage yep. with you too. What were the original plans between you and uh, Crino going forward if ECW hadn't folded? I think the plans for that were to eventually do a reboot of the Impact Players uh, with Steve Carino. That mm -hmm. was, uh, I think, Paul Heyman's uh, original idea moving forward. You know, so yeah, something along those lines. It's it's too bad we didn't get to do it, but because I, I loved working with Steve, uh, both with him and against him, I actually ended up working with him uh, for MLW as uh, one one fourth of the Extreme Horsemen down there. Um, <laughs> So it was cool. I was just looking forward to uh, to teaming with him. You know, I thought it would have been really good. That kind of, that, that sounds interesting. But anyway, I got a question for you now. I know this might, you know, I know you might not remember this, but I bet you probably watched ECW one night, or not ECW one night, the rise and fall of ECW. And okay. it did showcase where you did, you know, showcase where you won your first world title from Tommy Dreamer after he just won the title, yep. you know, for the very first time. And I got to say, what went down with that decision right there? I mean, what I mean, like, did Tommy want the belt or did they just think that, you know, it's better to like have him, you know, drop the belt to you immediately because of, you know, for storytelling. Um, I'm not too sure. All I know is uh, they needed to get the belt on, on somebody because, Taz had come in uh, at that point. He was signed to WWF uh, back then WWF and uh, Mike awesome uh, was dropping the title. He had already signed with WCW. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think it was uh, Paul saw a great opportunity for Tommy to kind of um, get the title for the first time and the only time. And then uh, as a shocking surprise kind of thing, have me uh, pin him right then and there because the original plan had ECW, uh, you know, kept moving uh, forward, it was going to be me defending against Rob Van Dam in a, in a long-awaited feud. So, uh, unfortunately, that never came to fruition, but I think those were the uh, ideas uh, going on there. Mm. To be Well, actually, Tommy did have a second run with the belt, only it was the new version of oh, the yeah. yeah, But, yeah, you know yeah. what? I'll, I'll, you know what? You actually had a short stint there. I'll ask you a quick question before I pass it on to Andrew. What was your thoughts on the new of the WWE branded, uh, you know, revival sure. of ECW? Um, I thought they did one night stand really well. It felt uh, like 2005. A, a, yeah, the original was done really well. I thought uh, the crowd was great. The wrestling was great. It felt very authentic. Um, and then the second one, we were all very excited. Don't get me wrong. We'd all signed contracts to uh, move into that 
part of WWE. Um, but just with what they were putting forward as far as the, the card for uh, the second one, um, they had like Rey Mysterio and John Cena or, you know. Oh, yeah. It, you could just start to tell that uh, it was going to be really WWE heavy, you know. Yeah, they. you could – I mean, I, I could see between the lines that, you know, Vince, he's going to want to insert something like that into, right. you know, to try and help get pay-per-view buy rates and all that. But the problem is, the problem is he doesn't think about the whole, you know, the whole legacy of ECW as a whole. The only time he ever did was like that one night a year before, you know, Cena dropping the belt to Rob Van Dam. But then at the time, I think the only thing he should have done was not have Raw and SmackDown invade ECW that one year. Because the thing is, it kind of, I mean, it's not a tribute show unless, of course, if you just count on the people who are with it. Yeah. You know, that yeah, helped build it, like you and Van Dam and Sandman and other guys. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, and the fans were, um, you know, they were very smart and they could see right away, uh, read between the lines. So I, I think from there it was really, uh, you know, it was already doomed uh, from the beginning and it was a glorified you know, third show uh, for WWE that really didn't matter after the, uh, you know, the first three or four episodes, unfortunately, you know. Yeah, somebody, oh, by the way, David, uh, someone, uh, the guy, you know, uh, we've had, you know, problems with, but mended with said, if I, if, if I can ask a question, add your list. Like, is David upset that Justin is smoking in the house? And I and I know what that that's all about. Don't don't worry about that, Justin. It's it's okay. Okay. Let it, it, me be honest. It's it's nothing to be too concerned about. You can do whatever you want. I mean, but anyway. So, Andrew, you got a question for him? Yes. Uh, who is your favorite wrestler? Oh God, today or for like ever? For any anyone, just anyone. Oh, I'd say Ric Flair, definitely. Uh, oh, the, yeah. uh, the nature boy. I would yeah. love it. Yeah, I love it. Yes. I got it. He was one of the reasons I got into the business. And, uh, you know, uh, still to this day, if you watch his, you know, go back and look at his body of work. Just really one of the all-time greats, you know. And, of course, he's still the, le- and of course, he's still the legend, of course. He's still doing it, yeah. yeah. Still doing a lot of respect for nature. He, by the way, yes. Kevin Day wants to know what happened to you in 2001 with X-Pac and Albert when you were part of the uh, part of the alliance in that WWE invasion angle. Oh, that's exactly what happened. I mean, they broke us up due to the alliance, unfortunately. You know, because uh, Pac was WWE and I was part of ECW, so there was nowhere really else for me to go. You know. I think, to me, in my view, I think the storyline was a mess because I think. I can't. I guess if we add you and like maybe Tommy Dreamer, and then maybe somebody who else have held the title, like Raven, who have been like they could be good leaders, or maybe Rhino, you know, right. who have held the world title. But when you add like WWF guys into the mix, it's not really, you know, they're not they're, they weren't alumni of ECW or WCW. It's all like. It's like you know stupidity, but then yeah. again, there are some people who still like it. You know what? I'm not gonna you're not gonna bash on them for it. If they if if they like it, Mazel Tov to them. And uh, by the way, what was the thought? Okay, thoughts on the ECW uh, uh, WrestleMania 23 match, ECW Originals versus the New Breed? I don't even remember that to be honest. I don't I don't think I don't think Justin was there, was he? I don't think so. No, I wasn't mm-hmm. part of that. No, he wasn't at WrestleMania 23. Okay, hold on. 
Real question though, those bouts with Sandman and Sabu or New Jack, what was your scariest match where you thought you could get hurt due to unplanned or botched moments? Oh wow. Um that's a good one. Yeah, I would say me and Sabu, uh, although he was really very good um and never hurt me. Um just with the kind of stuff he did uh with with ladders and chairs and tables you know you can't you know you can't work the furniture you know what i mean the furniture isn't always going to going to be there uh for you and ain't going to work with you so sometimes man stuff happens you know a chair might move out of out of place just enough that it could screw you up or if you land on a table you know six inches uh the wrong way you could get impaled or hurt really bad so that's uh, a lot of uh it's a lot of luck and a lot of skill to make sure it's safe. And with Zabu, you just, uh, you know, that stuff amplified because you were doing all that crazy stuff, you know. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of your uh, – what was your best rival on any TV show, like whether it's ECW or WWE? Um, I would have to say ECW against uh, Tommy Dreamer. Um, that was the that was probably one of the most focused on by ECW TV. Um, that one, or I would say maybe me and Jerry Lynn. You know. Yeah, yeah, because he just said that earlier, saying <coughs> that you know he had a great rivalry with Jerry Lynn as well. Yeah, yeah, Jerry was there, but the the main event stuff was with Dreamer. Like, uh, you know, so many storylines. Like when I interrupted uh, the the ten bell salute uh, for his dead grandpa and, and stuff like that. Oh so. boy. Yeah, that was that was heavy. So stuff with Dreamer, I I would say, you know, definitely. But hey, you know, come to think of it, do you feel like you regret having to do something like that? You know, like when it came to no, it, no. okay, no, yeah. because that was Dreamer's idea. You know, oh, it was his idea? Yeah, and uh, oh, you okay. know, it, it to to us, I, I mean, we look at it. Um, you know, it's just it's just it's just a storyline, no different than a movie, really. And uh, Tommy was always, you know, he thought that you know the whole thing behind that was his grandpa, if he were still alive to see it, would have got a kick out of it because they used to go to the matches when Tommy was uh, a kid. So uh, it was kind of, uh, although it might have seemed disrespectful, it was done in his honor in a weird way, you know. I so, guess, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, by the way, I got some people asking some questions in the in the discord chat hey uh, justin what type of music do you listen to um i i like anything like heavy you know uh a lot of the old uh, grunge slash alternative from the 90s you know it's like i'm stuck in uh, the era when i was younger <laughs> and like, uh you know oh, lincoln park and stuff no guys like lincoln park and uh you know audio slave and stuff like that and uh, what wrestling league are you a part of? That's what someone uh, asked as well. That I'm a part of today? Yeah. I'm not working for any particular uh, organization. If I, if I remember, aren't you semi-retired? Um, yeah, you could say yeah. that. I mean, I'm yeah. not full-time to a company, so I would consider that, you know, semi. Definitely. Okay, so, okay, well, okay, Charlie asked this one. What are your thoughts on TNA's ECW tribute show, Hardcore Justice, back in 2010? Um, uh, it was okay. You know, it was okay. It just, um, it really felt like, didn't feel like an ECW show. Um, it felt like a bunch of ECW guys, uh, doing ECW for a different promotion. Uh, it was done in Nashville, if I'm not mistaken. So it was just, um, you know, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Oh, no, it wasn't Nashville. I take that back. It was in Orlando, Florida, 
but nonetheless, it just didn't have that feel, you know? Yeah. But you know what? The one thing they, they, that TNA did do right on that show is the fact that they didn't involve any, you know, invasion angles from the TNA stars to invade the show. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Props to them on that one. Yeah, definitely. So, and by the way, Kevin says, I hope you, you be in the hall of fame, whether it be TNA, <laughs> now, now known as impact wrestling or in WWE, which I think is, I think that'd be good because you yeah. practically deserve it. But thing is, I know one thing I feel like Sabu will never accept the hall of fame and I, he's already yeah. given his wife. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would definitely accept it. I just don't see that happening. You know, the hall of fame is uh, more than just a, a hall of fame. It's more of a, uh, it's more of a work really to help promote WWE and to sell, to sell t-shirts, to sell action figures. You know, uh, if you really look at it, uh, everyone that takes, that goes into the hall of fame gets a legends contract. So that usually means, you know, a new batch of t-shirts, dolls, video games. So I just don't see that happening, you know, unfortunately. Sabu was one of the greatest. <laughs> well, then again, try convincing him to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think uh, I think it's good enough for the time being. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Um, you got a question for him, Brandon? I do, yes. I know you went by a lot of names. Of course, Aldo Montoya, Justin Time, PG187, PG Walker, your real name, PJ Quacto, and then, of course, PJ Walker, and, of course, Justin Kerbal. Can you explain, like, like at each one at a time if you want to? Um, the only real names that I used uh, more than once, all of those, I don't even remember, uh, just in time. I don't think I ever really did. I mean, if I did, it was probably once at some indie where it was a joke. Um, but the what ones about that, what about back in time? No. <laughs> that, okay, that would have been funny. But go ahead. It would have. Um, excuse me. Um, PJ Walker was basically uh, the first name I used before I was Aldo Montoya, um, and. You know, I, the reason I said PJ was my first name's Peter, my middle name is Joseph, and Walker was just, a, you know, a generic name I figured I would use better than Polacco, you know, back then for me. Then I became Aldo, did that for three years, and um, went to ECW and Paul Heyman came up with Just Incredible, and I've used that pretty much uh, since since then, you know. Yeah. So... When it when it comes down to it, what do you what, what was it like having to be, you know, the world heavyweight champion of a of a of a company that was major league at the time? Even though at the time they were, uh, you know, with a national television, you know, program like TNN at the time, but we all know how that fell out. But right. what was it like knowing that you had like you had the company, you know, ha, ha, you had the company on your shoulders when it came to being an ECW world champion? Um, it was great. I mean, it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot because, I mean, you know, back then there were three major wrestling promotions that had national television and ran uh, pay-per-views uh, and was a touring wrestling company. And I was the heavyweight champion of one of those. Uh, I mean, I was in the company of, of legends back then. You know, I was right up there with the Kurt Angles, uh, the Hunters, um, you know, Hogan's and, and guys like that, Rock, Austin. Um, I think in the top 500 in 2000, I came in at number six, which is amazing, you know. So it was a great honor, and uh, 
a lot of pressure for you to perform, you know, because you're closing the show uh, every night. Um, you're the main event at the pay-per-views. So it really made me, uh, you know, made me work hard as hard as I possibly could. I had a lot of pride in, in putting out the best possible uh, matches I could, you know, and uh, I, I was really, uh, I was really happy with that. That's uh that's an honor that very few people uh get you know and uh, i worked really hard to to get there and i worked really hard uh while i was there you know it was very rewarding you know yeah it, it takes hard work to be the best and for you to earn the opportunity to be a world champion sure. and you actually proved that tommy proved that even for a short stint but then again when he got it back in 2009 or two yeah you could pretty much say that that was probably you know at least that was somewhat fitting for him later on in the years but other than that People like you prove that hard work pays off, and if people True. think that if you can't, that if you don't use like politics too much, then you can actually get somewhere, you know, because that way you won't have yeah. to backstage cheat. Yeah, I mean uh, that's true, and uh, you know, in the WWE, it's just uh, so difficult, and it's it really is oh, its own animal. It, it's very hard to explain. Whereas in ECW, it was. Um, you know, just you just had to work hard. You know. Um, oh yeah, and you didn't you know. mind. You didn't mind putting younger guys over. It's the matter oh, no, of. Not all, at all. It, it was also the matter of you know. It was also a matter of probably like money and all that too. Sure. You know, and and also yeah. the the you know the game of how it worked in backstage. Yeah, definitely. I mean, people sometimes criticize wrestlers that don't want to put people over, but. <laughs> um, I, I understand, though, why they don't, you know, uh, in this business, you have to protect yourself. Uh, in ECW, we could all kind of trust Paul to do the right thing by us because he had such a small group of guys that could really be top guys that he had to make sure he took care of all of us as far as our characters. In the WWE, though, um, you know, it's it's really it up to the, it's up to them. So if you start putting too many guys over, you could find yourself uh, in a predicament where you mean nothing in six months and uh, end up fired. So I can understand why guys don't want to put guys over. It's just really at times. I mean, you know, first, don't get me wrong. I it's not everybody could say I'm not going to do the job, but the guys that do, a lot of them have good enough reasons and. Uh, you know, it's a very tricky business when you're working in, in pro wrestling, man. You don't have much of a choice and the little choices you do have, you know, hard work pays off. Yes. Um, you know, certain work ethic, all that stuff, uh, ability. Yes. But in a, in a game like pro wrestling, it's no different than Hollywood. They could write you the way they want, no matter how good you are. So you have to kind of, uh, tread softly and uh, be very careful and be cognizant of what your uh, what your character is doing creatively you know wait a minute hold on well i i'll get that question along with others too hold on <clears throat> wait do you have experience with jim Cornette? Uh, i do not know oh you didn't well well someone asked i mean me. I, i've met him i i know him but i've never worked for him well okay well what's your perspective of him in real life i mean um I mean, he's a uh, extremely talented guy um, to this day. I mean, I, I know that uh, he criticizes a lot of the younger talent uh, for the way they wrestle. And, you know, I disagree and agree at sometimes with what he says. I think he's um, extremely uh, good at what he did. Um, but now I think, um, you know, the business changes all the time. Even uh, during my generation, the business is, is way different than it was in ECW. Um, I think he gets himself in trouble 
uh, being so, you know, kind of one way about things, uh, and he's not willing to, um, to kind of adapt and grow. But uh, personally, I mean, Jimmy's never done anything wrong to me. So, you know, but I, I do see sometimes he uh, he gets himself into a little bit of trouble with some of the comments, you know. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. And by it the is way, what it is, you know what I mean? That's, that's all I could say, too. It's like, you know, you, you do you, boo-boo, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, he said also imagine trusting Paul, and I think that's kind of funny because the fact that, you know, how it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, hard to see that Paul, you know, when he helped build ECW as a producer, the thing is it'd be him, you know, like to help it come down. But the problem was it's basically TNN that pretty much screwed Paul over before Paul screwed TNN over. So, well, Paul uh, is everything you kind of hear about him is, is true, but also you, you know, a lot of people that don't know, he, he really took care of, of, of some guys, uh, he took very good care of Van Dam, for example, financially and otherwise. Uh, he took very good care of myself, uh, you know, financially and also with my character. So I really didn't have a lot to complain about. I know Dreamer and uh, Bubba and Taz worked in the actual office in, um, you know, in that kind of um capacity you know uh, dreamer had to you know he had to deal with merchandising end of it t-shirts etc taz had the school uh, that he was in charge of and um bubba sold uh you know sold tickets uh in certain areas like i should say promoted in certain towns so he was on that end so uh everybody kind of had their own relationship and you know one guy could say oh he was good to me the other guy could say he screwed me out of ten thousand dollars all are true uh, to some degree, but, you know, it, it varies upon who you ask and uh, kind of where Heyman was at the time and what he thought of you. I think, um, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was really a lot of baggage for Paul. I was, um, I was young, I was hungry, and I thought if he, you know, he, I think he thought if I could keep PJ happy, he will uh, take a pay cut to stay with me instead of going to WWF or WCW, which was true. Um, and you know, he didn't renege on it. Like he bounced one check to me, um, towards the middle of 2000 and he made up for it within a week. So, you know, it went for me, like I said, for me and my experience, it wasn't too bad, but for some others, I mean, there, you hear those horror stories. So, you know, I, I didn't really have, uh, too much to say negatively with, with Paul, but you know, it, he was a little bit of both. He was both, uh, God and the devil all at once, you know. By so. the way, uh, I might ask some more questions from the chat, but before I do that, uh, Andrew, uh, you want to go ahead and ask him, and after that, uh, Brandon, you you ask him something too. Okay, I'll be right back. All right, all right. Yeah. How many? All right, all right. I I have an excellent question for you. You gotta love this one. All right. Sure. How many title wins that you won in your career? How many title wins? Oh God, I don't even know. Um. Uh, 10, I would say. I, I mean, I know I had the ECW tag titles twice, uh, the WWE hardcore title several times, but I'll just say one just because it's, you know, it was a joke title. So, hey, it, um, one's okay. One's okay. One number yeah. is it's, it's good. It's good. It is what it is. And then, uh, you know, I had some uh, regional stuff, you know, so, you know, I would say around 10. Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. I came back just in time. Go ahead and ask uh, your question, Brennan. All right. Uh, this is an individual for anonymous saying, if you had to pick one WCW show, what would it be and why? What would it be and why? Um, I yeah. liked early Nitro. I, I liked early Nitro. I thought it was uh, it was a very good show. Um, you know, a lot of uh, innovative stuff came out on Nitro. If uh, if you watch, they were really one of the first you know people, one of the first promotions that put out you know that Japanese and lucha libre style junior heavyweight stuff. The, you know, it was the first time I personally saw Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, excuse me. Um, Ray Mysterio, uh, you know, Psychosis, all those guys, Juventud, you know, um, they were really putting a huge focus on it. And you turn on uh, Nitro and you would see these epic, epic matches with these amazing light heavyweights that I really had never seen before. So um, it was always a fun show to watch. So I would definitely say Nitro for that uh, reason in particular. Yeah. Right. I was, all right, let's see here. Um, how was how how was working on the ECW video games? I didn't work on the the video games. Uh, believe it well, or not. Well, well, what's your aspect of them? Um, they were okay. They were okay. Um, they they were, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I, I don't know. They were made by Acclaim Video Game, um, and I had worked with Acclaim for WWF. Um, a lot of people don't know this. Um, in 2000, no, 2000, in 1995 and 96, uh, Tom Pritchard, Dr. Tom Pritchard and myself, we were actually, um, uh, in those blue suits, you know, the head to toe suits. And we did a lot of motion capture for those video games in 95 and 96 for the WWF. And rumor has it that, uh, they used the similar search engine acclaim did when, um, when it came to time to do the ECW stuff. So um, I, a lot of people told me that a lot of the work that I did for those games kind of got used uh, for the ECW game. So a lot of the motion capture work on those games are, are me actually. So it's pretty cool. Hmm. Yep. Let's see here. Um, oh, one. Okay. I'm going to try and do this one at a time. Uh, views on XPW. I think that's uh, extreme pro wrestling. Yep. Um, yeah, they were, uh, they were an interesting group, man. Um, they came around, uh, in 1999 to, uh, ECW, uh, owner and promoter Rob Black, uh, came to an ECW show in Queens, New York. And he was, uh, he ran a porn company. Uh, I think it was called extreme associates out in LA. And he loved pro wrestling and he particularly loved ECW pro wrestling. He thought it was fantastic. He never seen anything like it. So when uh, ECW started to, you know, in the 2000s started to really, you could see the writing on the wall that it was going, going to kind of go bankrupt. Um, XPW, excuse me, started to run shows of specifically in Los Angeles and even, after ECW folded at the old ECW arena. So um, it was an attempt to kind of, uh, they brought in a lot of the old ECW guys. I worked there uh, for a little bit. I know uh, Shane Douglas, the Sandman, Sabu, a lot of those guys came in and worked for Rob Black and XPW. And they had an opportunity to to do some stuff. I just remember there were uh, there was some shady stuff going on with the promoter 
Uh, and uh, he got in some trouble for, like, uh, I know one of the wrestlers was accused of uh, sleeping with Rob Black's girlfriend at the time. Her name was, uh, she was also a manager called Lizzie Borden, uh, who I'm still, uh, you know, friendly with today. And Rob retaliated by having uh, a couple of dudes uh, show up uh, to his apartment in Philadelphia and, uh, you know, take his finger, <laughs> literally uh, have it cut off. And um, Wow. And uh, from that moment, uh, Rob had a, a full FBI manhunt because he took off. He was out of town. And, of course, they found him. And uh, he did some jail time. I'm, I'm not even sure if he's not in jail today. So, uh, yeah. And they actually, if you look on YouTube, uh, what, you know, even right now, if you'd like, uh, uh, you can um, go on the search engine and mention that. And they actually have a uh, one of those shows on Fox, like, uh, miss, you know, one of those missing people shows or wanted the wanted shows. Uh, he has his own little episode there that explains the whole deal. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. You know? All right. And, uh, okay. What, all right. Favorite movie genre. Um, wow. That's a good one. Um, I like science fiction and adventure kind of stuff. Uh, I'm a huge, huge star Wars guy. Um, since hey. I was a kid, hey. you know, same here. Oh yeah. Right on. What's, what's, your favorite, cool. uh, yeah. what's your favorite Star Wars episode? Uh, my favorite Star Wars movie would have to be Empire Strikes Back. Um, and then the second favorite would probably be A New Hope, which was the first one that came out in 77. And, uh, you know, and it goes from there. But I was a huge, huge fan as a kid because that was right around the time I was, you know, seven, eight, nine years old. So the original trilogy was everything to me, you know, and then I love like the Indiana Jones movies, of course. Um, I love all the Marvel stuff, you know, the Marvel universe and comic book stuff. I, I love that, that, that genre. It's, it's really cool. All right. Let's see here. Um, okay. I know this is probably one at a time, but you know what? This is actually getting good. Uh, views on New Jack throwing Grimes off the scaffold and how mad hardcore wrestling got. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, it was one of those situations where I honestly thought they were working the the boys and working the sheets because I don't remember Vic Grimes ever being uh, a jerk to New Jack, you know, uh, or done anything. You know, Vic Grimes was kind of quiet. Um, but they had this for some reason. New Jack hated Vic Grimes, so when the when he threw him off the scaffold, it was it was handled very much like a work. I don't see. Uh, first of all, Vic Grimes agreed to do that. He certainly did not just do it. You know, uh, he he agreed upon it. Um, uh, I think the stunt went as good as it could go because at the end of the day, nobody got. Um, seriously seriously hurt which could have happened easily you know Vic Grimes could have missed or hit something else and really killed himself uh, and I hate to use that word um so you know but uh it wasn't as big of a deal as they wanted to make it out to be and uh it died very quickly uh almost as quickly as XPW did unfortunately <laughs> you know yeah uh views on backyard wrestling um I don't mind backyard wrestling, you know, uh, to tell the truth. I was myself in 1989, I was in high school and I would do backyard wrestling. Uh, although back then it wasn't necessarily called backyard wrestling. We just, uh, you know, sometimes after school, we get a couple mattresses, 
And, uh, you know, we'd go out there, you know, in our backyards and, uh, I would be like Ric Flair. We'd each like pick me and my friends. We'd pick like two guys, like usually, uh, one baby face and one heel. And we'd be those guys and, and wrestle each other and, uh, book our cards, you know, and have entrance music. And we'd put it, you know, we'd tape it on VHS, uh, you know, the old fucking tape machines. Like, like uh, like you know. one of those things, right? You yeah. Know. But uh, we, we had fun with it. So I'm not, uh, I'm not like, I'm not, not a fan. I just, uh, you know, I take it for what it is. And as long as they're having fun and not getting hurt, why not, dude? You know, why not? All right. Let's see here. If I can, uh, used to be back here wrestling myself when my character was paying homage to Sean. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's between you, you and Sean is, is that he believes in God and you don't Charlie. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, one thing, if you w- was re- like wrestling now, what would your dream match? Who who would you like to face? Like like face to face on in TV uh, right now in WWE. That's a good question. Um, WWE, I don't know. There's not really uh, many people. I actually, I'd like to work with Finn Balor. I think that would be uh, a good match. Um, who else really that nobody in, in WWE really like entices me, although they have really, really phenomenal wrestlers, guys and gals. Um, there's nobody that like really sticks out like, man, I'd love to work with that guy. Um, but if, if there was one guy, I would say Finn Balor, you know, I'd really, uh, really be cool to work with him. I think it'd be a hell of a match if I was in my prime and ready to go. Mm. Okay. And, uh, were you there, for the pick a hand ta- RVD Taz situation, I was not. No, yeah, <laughs> I was not. I wish and, I was. I thought that would have been funny, but I was not, unfortunately. Uh, how was training fake Taker? I wait. What like oh, are we talking okay. like fake Undertaker? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Um, it was cool, man. Uh, I was there for a, a week. Uh, you know, um, I went to the WWF. Uh, studio. They have a studio right near uh, the offices in Stamford. So I, um, you know, I went there for, like I said, Monday through Friday. It was just me, uh, Brian Lee, which was the fake Undertaker, and Mark, uh, the the real Undertaker. And uh, we were there, us three, just uh, going through everything, you know. And uh, the day uh, Friday, which was the last day, uh, we did a run through uh, in full gear. He had his full you know, makeup and Undertaker thing. And uh, Vince, Pat, Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson, and Undertaker saw it uh, firsthand. It was just uh, those guys, myself and Brian Lee. And, um, yeah, it, you know, that was it. And it was a, a, it ended up being a dry run for uh, the match where he debuted on uh, Monday Night Raw Live the following Monday. So pretty cool, actually. That was uh, one of the reasons that led to uh, me, you know, becoming uh, – or getting on Vince's radar and uh, getting my job and stuff. All right. Uh, let me see here. There's one more question, and there's another one that just added, and I'll get to that. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is Where did it go? I was trying to freaking – hold on. And I hate it when this happens. You know what I mean? Like when you – I mean like this chat. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. I was trying to figure out which one was it. 
Okay, I found it. Favorite thing about 2020 and why, and least favorite thing about 2020 and why? Fav- least favorite? Like, favorite uh, thing in, within it, and then least favorite. Uh, the least favorite, I would have to say COVID. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, you know, that, I that's, that's, that's a no-brainer. Uh, just really, it did uh, it did damage that I don't think anybody saw coming. I don't think anybody uh, 2019 would have thought that we're going to have a single year where professional wrestling is going to be dormant, not just wrestling, but uh, all live events, including concerts and sporting events, would be affected. Um, you know, the WWE and AEW and, you know, even Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, they did the best that they could. Um, to produce television and you know they've done a good job doing it but it really affected independent wrestling which uh was at a at a real high point uh you know in society man there was a lot of great independent promotions everyone was making decent money out there people were booked all the time i certainly was booked all the time and having that just disappear and shows canceled all over the board you know all of a sudden your bills are due at the uh end of the month and you didn't make any money um and you can't pay your bills not just myself uh recently i heard that the ecw arena um which also is used to do uh, other things now they do boxing they you know um conventions all different kinds of stuff that they were having a very hard time you know not losing the building to the to, to the landlords because they can't pay their lease so it's not just me, it's clubs, it's a, it's venues, um, it's promotions, it's wrestling schools that are uh, unable to to do any business and meet, you know, rent, you know, to be able to pay rent or just make a living enough to survive. So hopefully 2021 changes because there's been a lot of casualties. So definitely the thing that was the worst for me would be a no-brainer of COVID. And what was the best part? Um I don't know, man. I don't know. I would say for me was watching New Japan Pro Wrestling because I really uh, had never, I mean, I watched it enough, but just in passing, but I really kind of started to focus more and more on it because I thought that the WWE, although they have tremendous talent, their writing is horrific and I can't watch Raw for more than uh, 15 minutes, you know, without clicking you know, I, I I don't blame you, dude. I really yeah. don't because Raw has become like, until they start making some things that are creatively, you know, well written and also well booked, it's gotten sure. real stale. Not gonna lie, yeah. I mean, there are some matches on there that are good, but not all of them. Yeah, they're not like they're not like ECW or Nitro or anything like that back in the day or back when they used to be. Right. But a- anyway, um. I'm not gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the question about the, you know, the, like if you believe in the virus or not. But then again, or or is it a hoax? But then again, you can answer that if you want. But still, um, I mean, I, I believe it's there. Sure, I don't think the virus itself is a hoax. Now, uh, the question being, is it perhaps as bad as the media is making it? I don't know. Uh, you know, you could definitely say that uh, the media being so polarizing. And, uh, you know, they everybody said we're not going to politicize, uh, you know, COVID, but which, of course, they have. Um, well, the media and, can be very the media can be know, very misleading, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really don't know. Uh, you know, I definitely uh, I, I've known people that have had it. My oldest son, he's in college. He's a he's a junior. He had COVID uh, and my uh, cousin has it right now, too. My uh, young youngest cousin. 
So, um, you know, I mean, yeah, it's real, but to what degree it is and uh, all that other stuff, I mean, who really knows, you know? I mean, who really knows? Anyway, uh, what uh, favorite place to wrestle, ECW Arena or elsewhere? Um, I would say ECW Arena, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. the, the uh, I'd say the – is it the one in Philadelphia? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, any chance of an NJPW run? I, I don't know. No. Uh, would you consider that? Would I consider it? Yeah. Um, I would certainly consider it. Uh, in, in no, uh, I don't think in any way, shape, or form would I be ready anytime soon. I'm 47 years old. I would, I would need at least a good six months of uh, training to get into the physical condition I would need to, uh, to compete with those guys, man, because there's something else. Um, but, you know, I think I could actually do it. I don't know for how long at that pace. But I definitely think I could do a tour or two for them. But I would definitely need some serious uh, training time uh, and able to hang with those fellows, that's for sure. Well, I think I pretty much asked the questions that were from the chat. You're welcome. But anyway. I actually, those... I actually have what uh, TV shows do you watch besides? Uh, oh, sure. Um a lot of these shows are not on right now, but I I like I still like The Walking Dead. I watch that uh, anytime it's on with the you know uh, first run episode. Um, I watch Shameless on uh, Showtime, and uh, there's this new show actually that I've been really into, uh, also on Showtime with Brian Cranston from uh, Breaking Bad, and um, it's called Your Honor, where he plays a judge and uh, his <laughs> his yeah, but his son. Um, uh, killed this mob boss's uh, kid uh, and uh, did a hit and run in a car. So uh, it's just a great little uh, drama and it has to deal with drugs and politics all in the Bayou area down there in New Orleans. So that's a really well-written, fun show. If you guys get a chance, uh, Lucifer is a big favorite of mine. Uh, the Fox was on Fox. Now it's uh, exclusively on Netflix. I like that as well. So I have an eclectic... Uh, eclectic bunch of uh stuff that i like to watch yeah hold on one second i just had to do a vince mcmahon quote in the chat someone saying your honor j man is guilty and i said shut up anyway um uh so now that I can finally get a question in, uh, what was your take on, you know, the storyline, you know, uh, pairing between you and uh, Francine and ECW? Um, what do you mean? I'm sorry. What was you, the, and, what you was... and Francine see were in ECW? Like she was your your valet, lay your manager, yep. and all that kind of stuff. And if you didn't have the ECW title, you couldn't have, you know, like right, you know, like that. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Uh, like, like, what what was that like being paired up with her? Oh, it was great. I, I loved working with a female manager, um, especially in ECW, because uh, you know, as a heel, you know, it's it's always fun to have a pretty girl by your side. Not just for that reason, but um, you know, 
the baby face would always somehow, you know, Francine would cheat on my behalf. Then usually Dreamer, if I was wrestling, Dreamer would, you know, get in there, you know, get her to, you know, put her over, you know, he'd bend her over and give her like this, the 10 uh, smacks on her butt that he used to do. And then maybe, you know, uh, sometimes she'd, you know, pile driver uh, that he would give to her or the, uh, if Dreamer had a valet, the infamous cat fights would happen between the girls. So it just... <laughs> It always allowed you to 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 work to do stuff though to do different stuff in your match. So I loved it. I loved working with the girls. Uh, yeah, cat fight, cat fight. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, th those were awesome. But especially with Joey Styles, whenever he sh when, when when he has that with that voice, and you know, it's like I just I, I think that's memorable. Yeah, uh, Andrew, agreed. you got a question for him? Yes. What is your favorite match? Oh, uh, my favorite match, I would say, uh, is, I mean, I, I hate to say there's one, but one that always uh, comes to my mind is uh, Jerry Lynn and myself, Heat Wave 1998. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that one always uh, gets brought up, so. Yeah. Well, hold on. You do make a good point. There have been times where some women have been taken advantage of, but how many of the roster ran them girls through, like, do you mean like has there ever been any uh sexual like you know thing like like within the girls regards to ECW? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean it was a different time but uh there was never anything of that nature, you know, as far as negative, you know what I mean? Whoever whoever wanted to be with whomever was was there, you know what I mean? They did what they wanted to yeah. do. There was never any allegations of misconduct uh by well, any means. Well, well, then again, in today's society, there will be someone that will probably make that, you know, claim, but who knows? Well, I mean, if they did, I mean, you know, uh, put it this way, ECW couldn't have done what it did today, uh, unfortunately, you know, and but uh, even the girls will tell you, I, Francine has a podcast. She uh, she loves what she did, and she did it very well, and I, I agree with her. Uh, you know what I mean? I think sometimes we uh, we think too hard about uh, all of this stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, it's entertainment. It's pro wrestling, right? It's not like we're trying to solve world hunger or, you know, where it's just, uh, it's, it's very tongue in cheek and it's made for, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's made for, it's like junk food. You know what I mean? It's not gourmet and it should be enjoyed. And, uh, if we could, you know, we went for the cheap pops and that's what it was. I mean, in real life, you know, today, if you gave a, a girl, a pile driver, a female manager, a pile driver, everybody would be up in arms and, uh, ECW beat up a, a you know a, a girl manager almost uh, every night, if not twice. A I I feel you like know? the one who did. I feel like the one who did it the most was, and I not to not to you know uh, talk bad about him. I think the one who did it the most on TV would have to be Rhino when it came to pile driving ladies <laughs> through a table. Yep, Rhino, uh, Raven as well, and then Dreamer. Dreamer always Dreamer always did that seemed, too. Yes. Yeah, he always, you know, he always did that. It was either it was either hitting him with a pile driver, a DDT, spanking him on the butt, or the, uh, the or, or the or the kiss or the kiss. The kiss was always uh, a good one. So again, though, it was harmless. It was harmless fun, man. It was real harmless fun. Yeah. Uh, how was WSX? WSX. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Brandon, do you know what that stands for? Oh, gosh. 
I know it. I know it. What it is? It's oh, like uh, wrestling society, wrestling, wrestling society X. That was that show. Yeah, on there TV. you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. I only did uh, one TV taping, so they paid good, <laughs> you know. But uh, I only did one taping, and uh, that was it. Hmm. Were Were you there for the mass transit accident? Views and thoughts. Uh, I was not. No, oh. no, I was not. Well, either way. Uh, uh, Brian, do you have a question for him? Uh, yes. I mean, although I know Andrew said <laughs> the favorite match, this what was the what is your least favorite match? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, okay. Um, for a pay per view, I should say there's a lot of least favorite matches, but I'll do it for one that was uh, at least relevant and seen by the public. It was a tag team match, uh, main event with uh, it was originally scheduled to be Jack Victor and myself in the main event against Tommy Dreamer and a mystery partner. Uh, the mystery partner ended up being Jake the Snake Roberts, and this was in Louisiana, I believe it was Living Dangerously, Louisiana. And uh, was this, during the, was, was, was this no, when Jake ahead. was going was was this when Jake was going on hard times? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, okay. He was certainly uh, he was certainly uh, still partying. If you're at, you know, I don't know you know kind of where he was at, but he was still partying at that time. But anyways, the first spot of the match, Jack Victory blows his knee out completely and cannot even walk or continue. Now, mind you, this is the main event, and we we have to go about 20, 25 minutes, and my tag team partner is out. So Jason Knight, my manager, jumps in to take his place, not knowing any of the spots and really kind of having to improvise and do 20, 25 minutes uh, just calling it out there. And um, we got through it, but for it, for it being a main event of an ECW pay-per-view, it was uh, really not up to snuff, you know. It was uh, it got, you know, blistered in the ratings. It was like, you know, I think they gave it like two and a half stars or two stars, something like that. Which for the gave CW it, main event, and who gave well, it I that? Think, what, what? I think like Meltzer or something like that. Oh, you know? if I watch that match, it, it, really, it was probably it was probably worse than that. <laughs> Dude, he was I'll being kind. You, I'll, I'll tell you what. If I if I look at the match myself, I'll tell you if it was good or bad or not. Either way. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust Meltzer in this day and age. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I hear anyway, you. I definitely hear any, you. Anyway, uh, Thunderbirds just asked, uh, like, what was your favorite memory during your time in ECW? Um, I'd say winning the world title. That was uh, yeah. definitely a, a cool thing. I really, I, uh, I, you know, I don't forget that. You know, I, I actually, you know, we actually referenced that earlier, which is actually, you know, not gonna oh, lie. Cool. I asked this question before to Tim Storm, like back in 2020, like right around when the virus snow was just coming around here. And I think I agree with him. When you win your first world title like that, like that has prestige. Sure. And yeah. yeah, I mean, and plus the ECW title, you got to, I mean, you, I mean, it's an honor to actually hold it, Justin, because the thing is holding titles like that with prestige added to it. That's what makes it worthwhile now. If you were in WCW and you had won right. it after David Arquette won it, then the prestige to it would have already been gone. Right, right. Yeah, but I anyway, totally get that. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, real with- quick, guys, just just I want to m- make sure you guys know this because I don't want to. I'm about to lose power, and uh, I'm going to try to because uh, I got to take my headphones off just so you guys know. So my the sound quality will be a little less then for a bit. Okay. All right. So yeah, I'll lose you yeah, guys. That's fine. Okay. Hold on here. All right. Shoot. All right. Go ahead. Okay. House of Fewer asks, working with uh, CM Punk on ECW on Sci-Fi. Wait a minute, you yeah, you worked with Punk on the first uh, on on his first match in ECW in the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, yeah, it was his first match. What was uh, that? What was that like, man? It was fun. It was fun. I mean, he certainly wasn't the star he became, uh, so I didn't really. Oh, know very wait much a minute! Wait a minute! I, I remember now. You. I remember that. I remember when that little, that little, that little short, you know, uh, rivalry which didn't last long between you and Punk. You even said that, you know, on storyline, you said that it was a fluke win. I was thinking, like, yeah. wow, he knows, he knows how to. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. You really know how to play the the bad guy and say, like, you know, <laughs> it was a fluke. You mean like you cheated? You're right. a bit. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I don't no, know if you was, said all that, but then again, I, it no, just, I, I know. It just, I, I you know. remember. I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, I remember. I yeah. remember the promo. Yeah, but uh, it was fun, man. He he was uh, he was really good in the ring. I remember him being very good, and he was also uh, the first night uh, that I put him over when he debuted. He was very grateful. Uh, he was so humble, and he was like in tears. Um, you know, uh, thanking me, saying, you know, because I guess you know when you when you're doing someone the favor. You know, you could do a good job or you could kind of screw them over and uh, make their debut and just kind of don't take good bumps or be slow and shitty, you know. So I worked really hard for him and he was very appreciative and uh, we had a great relationship uh, ever since, you know, so I I enjoyed it. Who takes a chair uh, shot better, Foley or Balls Mahoney? Um, Balls. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was I was asking because someone asked in the chat. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, what was it like training under Lance Storm? Um, it was cool, man. I mean, uh, it was not. Wait a minute. Hold on. You try. Can you say that again? Me. Yeah, okay, repeat. Yeah. Something happened with your audio for a minute. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, like, what was it like uh, working with Lance? I mean, like, training under Lance Storm. Um, it was great. It was great, you know. Um, I I was, I went to the Hart uh, Pro Wrestling School, the Hart, uh, you know, Hart Brothers, and they kind of didn't do a lot of the training, a lot of the in-ring training. They kind of mostly talked um and gave directions outside the ring so lance would be the one to really work with you on the inside and uh you know roll around with you do high spots with you and uh it was great man he was he was really good uh especially for being so young uh in the game he was trained in 91 i believe or 90 i was trained in 92 so he'd only had a year and a half or so um when he you know trained me so uh you know, he's, he was really talented from a very early uh, early point in his career. Um, yeah, you also fought Kurt Angle uh, back on the first ECW sci-fi show. Well, well, let me ask this one question real quick. What was that like facing Kurt Angle when, you know, that, that was like his final year with the company. Like he abruptly left, 
you know, because I feel like they were going to build him to be the ECW world champion. But so what was your thoughts on wrestling the guy, and how was he backstage? No, he was all right. He was a bit of a mess back then. Um, he was all kinds of screwed up on pills and whatnot. And I hate to put him on blast, but uh, I think he, uh, he'd sent it himself many times uh, before he'd gotten clean. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I, I wasn't thrilled about it because, you know, for a lot of reasons, especially since, you know, I was uh, the former world heavyweight champion and I'm wrestling Kurt Dangle. I get it. He's, uh, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer kind of guy. But to be jobbed out like that in less than a minute was it kind of yeah. showed me the writing on the wall uh, for future. So, yeah. Honestly, I, I don't I don't blame you one bit. I mean, I thought I mean to me, I get it. Kurt Angle's ability is very superior in regards to in ring skill, like when it comes to mat wrestling and Greco Roman and all that. But when it comes to jobbing someone like you out, especially what you did for the original company, it's like a smack in the face, in my opinion. Uh, it is. Wait, it is. And wait. That, that I think, I think Vince was doing that on purpose to kind of get rid of all these TW guys that had built their names with the original company and make it, uh, you know, have his own ECW guys. You know what I mean? Just kind of because uh, Vince never, never really put over guys that he didn't create. So I think it was his way to slowly just make ECW into what he wanted it to look like, you know. The, o the only time he ever did was Tommy Dreamer, you know, so. Yeah, that's true. So, yep. anyway, was, what was Angle like first DCW show before the crucifix? Uh, wait, wait, were you, wait, wait, were you there when Kurt Angle, you know, showed up at, at, at the ECW show? Yeah, I figured uh, so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't remember being there. Yeah, because I think you met him during. That's right, you met him during the uh, a lot. I think during that invasion angle, you know. And I remember that one thing he called you backstage, like thing. I mean, like that. That's incredible, you know. Like your name, like that's just uh, right. incredible, you know. I'm thinking like, wow. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. Still, um, I know it's almost been an hour since we started asking you questions and all that, so. I mean, uh, do you have a question, Andrew? I, you said we're we're almost running out of time, right? Well, for an hour, but do you have a question for him? Yes. All right. So this is the question I've been waiting for. Uh, where do we find you on social media? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at PJ Polacco. Also, uh, Instagram at PJ Polacco. And if you uh, like my T-shirt, check them out, uh, prowrestling.com backslash Just Incredible. I got over 20 designs, and uh, I do a podcast every Friday, uh, 10 a.m. We stream live on Twitch. Um, and then after that, it's on patreon.com uh, backslash TWC, or Russo TWC. So uh, check that out. And that's pretty much uh, all the social media stuff I got rolling around with. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brandon, you have any more questions for him? Yes, I got one more. All right. I'll ask him right away. Okay, shoot. What do you think of NXT today? Um, I think they're, uh, I think they're great. I think it's a great, uh, it's a great promotion. I don't look at it as much of a developmental as, uh, as, uh, maybe a lot of people look at it. I think it's a good product on its own. And uh, I think they have some of the most amazing talent. And uh, it's a good, it's, it's, to me, it's the best show WWE has. 
Um, it's a crisp, you know, two hour broadcast. Um, when you take away commercials, it's probably around, a, you know, an hour, 20 or 25 minutes of actual show. So it's not real hard to digest, not like the marathon that is Monday Night Raw. Um, so, you know, it's by far, in my opinion, the, the cleanest pro wrestling show uh, under the WWE umbrella without all the bullshit that the other uh, that the other shows have, like SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, well, one. OK, I'll ask one more from for, you know, on my part and then but I'll do this for the chat right here. Honest thoughts about how the WWE wasted ECW and WCW properties. I mean, like, and I gotta agree, uh, it was a great purchase, but wasted in 2001, you know? Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, they could have done so much more. The one thing that they did benefit from were the tapes, you know? And I think that that in itself was the entire reason for it. Uh, A, the copyright, because, you know, you could always put out the ECW shirts, the action figures, uh, etc. But really, that tape library, um, especially when they went into doing the network, I mean, there's thousands upon thousands of produced television um, that to this day, I mean, we're not really worried about watching or talking about WCW, but there is still a, a you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, younger fans interested and they hear about the, the legend of ECW and they go, go on over to the network and check it out for the first time because... You know, I, it's amazing that I'm still getting fans that are 15, 16 that had never weren't around for the original, but check it out on the network. And they're, you know, it's cool for them. And it's cool for me to see, you know, that we're still, you know, still in some ways represented, you know, in, in the pro wrestling scene. All right. For the final question, I'll ask you, what do you consider is, what do you consider the, the, the best wrestling match you've ever seen? Like, like at like any time, anywhere. Um, like, what do you think is the best wrestling match in your opinion? Um, for me personally, not this isn't you know what anybody else may think or the the journalists may uh, think, but uh, for me it was Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat, Clash of Champions, uh, 1989. Um, and I'm not sure mm. which one it was. I know they had uh, they had one where he uh, won the belt. And they have the one where he lost the belt. I'm not sure which one it is, but I'll just put them both together as 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 equal. Um, that has to be the uh, the the pinnacle for me. It was just, it was simple. It was fun. It was hard hitting. It was Ric Flair his finest, which was you know the what, the reason I got into the game. And of course, Rick Steamboat, one of the greatest of all time. Um, you know, does it? kind of match up to new japan pro wrestling the way it is today no but uh wrestling was much much different and um they just told a great story they sold like a million bucks and you know the way they worked you know steamboat would make you believe in in the same with flair the 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 moves and the chops and the exhaustion and the uh the drama they really uh they put it together like uh nobody could so i'd say uh those right there yeah. Now what? Now what year Clash of Champion was that? Um, I'm not sure the name or the number of, of of clashes. I'm not sure. I know one was in Chicago, and I think Chicago was Wrestle War '89, and the Clash of Champions. That one was the one um, that was the same day as WrestleMania, but I'm not sure of the number. I'm oh. not sure of the number. 
Might be like well, Clash 6 or 7. I'll have to look into that. But either way, I think it's I think that's a good way to end uh, the, you know, the interview right here and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again, hopefully in the near future, you know. Yeah, definitely, man. I enjoyed talking to everybody. It was uh, cool. Thank you very much for having me, man. Uh, it was really, uh, it was really a nice uh, experience and cool getting to know you guys. Yeah, and uh, hopefully uh, we can. You know what? I gotta say right here. Um, I think that this was actually uh, pretty good for us to talk to one of the one of the best DCW guys. Like, so, yeah. With that being said, thank you so much, Justin, and. Uh, Hopefully, we'll see you more on R&R in the later future. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good one, and stay safe out there. All right. Yeah, for sure. You as well. Take care. Now, if you think the show's over now, not yet. Mm -hmm. We still have have our topics. Now, that being said, let's go, ho! Oh my God! You scared yeah. David. You, no. you scared. You're scared, David. You're scared, David. Oh, what's the Wait, matter, David? You got scared. Wait, next week RVD, maybe Cebu. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, but then again, there's no no guarantees. I mean, we might have we might we, we might not have no body next week. Who knows? But still, at the end of the day, we'll try our best to do what we can. But now, it's time. It's time to. Viking, oh my freaking god! Oh my that, god. That, that, that's okay. I'll admit that's funny. Now let's go ahead with the topics. Uh, David, you're first. All right. While uh, you were streaming, I was currently watching Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, but you know, um, oh, of course, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Anyway, while you're while you're talking about you know that, I'm gonna go ahead and take a piss. So I'll be right back. Well, thank anyway, you for the beautiful. But, thank you but, for the beautiful but, information. Well, thank you for the beautiful information, Jeremy. Though it was nice, nice. Anyway, um, so for the opening topic, which I kind of want to ask to tell if uh, uh, when Jeremy comes back, you know, um, so as we all know, I want to give our thoughts on what happened yesterday in DC. Uh, which is this is our main opening topic now. If people don't like it that I still talk that I still talk about this, then I'm doing it anyway because this is a serious strategy that happened yesterday. First of all, I hate when these idiots just decide to. I'm, I'm gonna say my piece. I explained most of my piece on the Outcast last night. I mean, you can check it out. I'll put I put the I put the timestamp there. But I'm gonna say is those idiots, you know, um, like storming through DC at the Capitol Hill as part of the tragedy yesterday, injuring many people. And four people dead because of the tragedy. And riders came in, uh, protesting, whatever you call it, to storm through DC. When I first heard about this, I was like, yeah, eh, eh. I was like, oh, good lord. 
Like, I was kind of, I'll admit, I was like, tripping about just a little bit because I was like, oh, you know, this is a stupid people, you know. But when I found out there was at least one person dead, and then later on I found out there's four people dead, that's where it was serious than you thought it was. And it's still sick to my stomach to this day. I'll admit. I'm gonna say right here. I hate when Trump like decided to make this make America a great again rally march even during a pandemic. Think about that. That's where people were not even thinking about the pandemic. You want to help the country then think about the people who are separate because of COVID. We don't, are not supposed to have quote unquote big crowds, you know? And, and Trump wants that every time he goes to the right, have big crowds. You know what? Especially with today, I'm just, I mean, yesterday, we are not supposed to be having huge crowds. You're not even thinking about about, you know, the the people who are suffering because of COVID. Like, it's about, he thought all was just about the election. Having big crowds, like, but seriously, this is way too far. And with our current president wants to quote find votes where it's not even possible, it's illegal, and, like, it, is completely nonsense what we're doing right now. Here's the thing I have with people. There is a thing called voting. This is not about race. It's not about hold on. So the police saw that lady that was killed. They saw her on the chest. They sought to kill. See, there's information right there, people. That's why, that's how serious it got and how tragic it was. Probably the, like, huh? When what they saw the vi in the vague. I know, right? Like, like, seriously. Like, here's the thing here, people. There is a thing called voting. It's not about all about just one president or two presidents. Whatever the background is, it's not supposed to be about the background, especially in this election from the past, their background in the past. What this is all about is we're supposed to act like adults by respecting with others' opinions. And just don't think about the president's background from like 10, 20 plus years ago. We're supposed I'll, depends on the situation, of course. But the thing is, we are supposed to vote for for a president that can do the work for us, and also respect each other's opinions. Not like these idiots who decided to storm D.C. yesterday. They think it's all about we want Trump. We want Trump. You want Trump? Then why are you storming? DC just all because of the election. 
we are supposed we're not even thinking about the other people right now who are suffering from COVID. And we are supposed, and I mean, we are supposed to respect each other's opinions. It's not all about you. It's not all about one president of this uh, uh, tragedy that happened yesterday. It's supposed to be about respecting others' opinions and just moving on people. Like, come on. It's 2020. Yeah. It's 2021. People knew by the end of 2020 the United States would be able to done with. And for you want to find illegal votes by quote-unquote buying votes, like seriously, and I was just trying to steal the votes, stop the steal both site, and like, we are just supposed to move on, all presidents are bad, mind you, there is always an iffy background of all the presidents in politics, and it doesn't matter of how bad their background is, it's supposed to be what uh, what they are doing. People think, I'm going to say this right now, and I don't care what people say. People think some pre presidents are racist. The thing is here, if they weren't, if they are racist, they wouldn't be running for our country. And they, the thing is, we are supposed to help each other, uh, each other. And the people who stormed D.C. yesterday, we're not thinking about the other people. They just want the election to go their way, where that's not how even the real world works. I mean, seriously, it was a strategy that is super dangerous for our country. And look, the, the world is laughing at us. I mean, come on. Be as soon as those, especially when we're going through the pandemic. I, I agree that we should, you know what, I agree with this one statement, stop believing your media, like, I mean, like, thing is, the media can't be trusted at this point, I really don't trust it at all as of yesterday, yeah. because there are a lot of, there are a lot of ifs and whats and what the heck happens, you know, and I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I don't think it should ever be trusted, not, not, not after yesterday, you know what I mean? Yeah, and the thing is here, like, Yesterday was a tragedy, and I just want people to know that we should be moving on with our lives. The president, or next president, Joe Biden, is going to try to help us have a better future than Trump, uh, than, than Trump tried to do, you know? you know, I mean, I kind of lost, I mean, I'm not afraid to admit, I kind of lost respect for Trump because of what his uh, video that he did, and making the Rally and keep saying that the election was stolen, even though it's, it was already taken care of. Just keep, like, I mean, seriously, people like, yes, all like the elections, people. Here's the thing, though, I want to say this right here all elections are rigged, like, ever since day one of the election, all elections were quote, quote, rigged. Like because of media, and and this is taking way too far, especially when going through this time. If this was two thousand eight, if this year was two thousand eight, people would have have been okay with it. But in twenty twenty one, they are just making us foolish. And I'm gonna say this right here, right now. 
me as American people and Kenyan people, if I if if that's you know, basically all it does is respect each other's opinions and just basically move the brick on because of what I saw yesterday. That was one of the most disgusting things I have ever seen with the um, Capitol Hill in D.C. getting ruined or these like getting stormed by rioters, protesters, and I don't like pro, 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 now me personally, I don't like protesting with big crowds during a pandemic and protesting all over because of the election, that's not right. We're supposed to move on, especially during this pandemic, people. Like, and also, what does Black Lives Matter have to do with this? People are going to say, that's out of left field, just saying. And that, and that doesn't have anything to do with this. This is all about the election. We are supposed to move on and just see what our next president, which is going to be a better president, I believe. I'm gonna have a better future for us. I'll admit that, like, this is some serious tragedy. It's not what people think with the naked eye. This is serious, folks. Like, especially what we're going through right now with the pandemic. The many of oh, exactly. Um. I'm gonna start an ABC order and do what I have to say about this. This is this is why that we, we was here. Here's why. Uh Donald Tr uh, Trump is gonna be out of office in less than two weeks, and even supposed or, to. Or go sooner. ahead, go ahead, David. Or, or sooner, but continue. Exactly, exactly, and. Uh, I'm glad I don't like Trump from the very beginning back in 2017. Or 16. Well, I'll go back or 16. Way. Yeah. And he was supposed to fix all that, but no. He, do you know what? You know where he was there yesterday? He was back at the White House. He didn't join them. He's at the White House. So I think Trump caused all that yesterday. I think Trump caused all that yesterday. Especially him saying he loves the protesters. Yeah. Yeah. And you think you think he's gonna you think he's gonna overturn the election results? Haha <laughs> no. The not it's not just the government. It's the people in the US get all the voice they want. And by the way, when I said that I said it looks like it. I'm yeah. not saying it's 100%, but continue. Because it's the people's choice to the right to vote to see which candidate is the best. And also respect each other's opinion. Exactly. exactly. And I think Trump should Trump should be ashamed to himself what he's done. And I hope. Yeah, I hope. I, 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 oh, I, one more thing before we go to Brandon. Is it okay with you, David? Okay. I think, I yeah. hope, they're going to get him, I hope, I hope that they're going to give an early impeachment before, before Biden gets sworn in. Yeah. All right. 
All right, all right, your turn, Brandon. I'm sorry. It's all right. That's fine. Well, well, well. I'm not in a happy mood right now. It's just like I didn't. I I looked at them like I was not. I th- I thought that was a joke, but in, the, in reality, it's not. But the thing is, like I mentioned, I don't look at the news that often. For I don't, like I don't want like in the negatives. I'll say that I want things in the positive, the best positive as we can. But look at the following. I mean. My word, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, some people got shot, though. I mean, oh, my God, you know, it's just like, good. And that that one person, good Lord Almighty, why is this bullshit going on? Yeah, yeah, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Casey. Why'd kisser? But still. You know, I mean, like I mentioned this before, I could care less who was the president and all that, and I and I, I didn't. I'm not saying, saying they both suck. I've been saying that way from the beginning until what just happened yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I've, it's no problem. But the thing is, you know, all that protesting. First of all, you know. You couldn't have large gatherings in the first place to start off since this pandemic started. I mean, my word, for God's sakes, people, have at least social distancing. But no, they don't want to do that. And and all that bull crap. It's just, I just could no. care less at the Uh-oh, uh-oh. Mike! Got him. You got him. <laughs> you yeah, got him. But anyway. And by the way, just so clear, no, fight, no fighting in the chat while you think of Trevor Biden, just so clear. But yes, that's just a heads up. This is just me are the only ones talking about which one. But continue. All right. Continue on, Brandon. Continue. Oh, go ahead, Jordan. No, no, yeah. no. You go ahead. You go ahead. All right. I'll wait my turn. That's fine, Jordy. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, exactly, Casey. Where's the freaking common sense? Exactly. Right. The reason why people are not the simple it's in, it's in the Constitution. It's a good round. The first. Exactly, Jesse. Exactly. And... Like, and I'll say this for the final record. It's just, at least, I just want to focus on this year. Not, not the previous last year. It went to hell. And been a shithole. And the thing is, I just want to focus on myself along with Jordan, Andrew, David, many others. Hopefully, 2021 can be a better year. We'll see what happens. But like in the, su- go like ahead. In the, sum- like in the summer and the holidays at least, but continue. Yes. I'm done. Go ahead, Jordan. Here's my view on it. I think it was all set up. I think it was all set up just to make him look bad, and I think it was all just, you know, 
I think, you know, there's also some other things too. One, why did the why did the cops, you know, like make a make a like, you know, like like try to make a like open up the floodgates for you know for said, you know, uh people to I mean, why would they even allow people to go into the White White House and all that stuff? I mean the thing is to me, I feel like it's just a setup. I feel like it's just a scam just to get us all riled up and, you know, because of the media and it's all this other bull crap. Just, that's that's what I that's what I believe. That's what I believe and that's how I feel. I mean, if I can't say it any better if I can't say any better than that, then I don't know what how I can do it. But either way, I think it's a setup. My point of view is just like Tristan Anderson wants to storm it. And now it's to make this a big deal where the election was already taken care of in the first place. I but, have my, my beliefs. I feel like it might have been been rigged or it could have been a setup either way. It, it To me, I feel like this whole thing was a setup just to get us talking about something to make us talk down on the guy. That's well, what I believe. Well, like I said, we respect our opinions, so... Yes. But I'm glad you guys aren't bashing on me because I feel like I could go on a roasting, you know, session right now. What about WWE to kick twenty? Oh wait, no. Um, no. You go f yourself with the stick. With <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> But anyway, yeah, because that's the only thing you'll get. But anyway, we'll be right back. But bottom line is, bottom line is, this thing should have been handled, you know, like adults. You know, like it, it yeah. should have been handled. It should have been handled, you know, without, you know, any, you know, internet conglomerate, you know, for it to be put on the news. But at the end of the day, I, I don't, I don't like it. It just, you know, it just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll be, uh, and by the way, you know, here's another thing. The thing is about the Constitution now. If we go on like wearing a mask for the rest of our lives, then it's it's not going to be where, 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 then, then there's no there is no Constitution in my book. It's not going to be for the rest of our lives. Anyway, I'll be I'll be right back, and when I do, I'll start off with my topics. I just have to turn the porch light on because I have some food coming this way. I didn't expect for this to be taking so long, but don't worry, I'll be right back. That's fine. We'll go ahead and also behave chat. in the live chat, people. Yes. Yeah. Um, Be on your best behavior. I guess I'll, now this is not officially part of our topics, but I'll just say this as a secondary, a two-in-one topic, my, well, if you will. Um, let me just say, uh, uh, we celebrity real fortune. And uh, the chase uh, were on. It was on tonight, and I gotta say they were pretty good shows. I watched it during the interview. Celebrity Wheel Fortune was great, great set and everything. And well, for the chase, but I'm gonna and but no spoilers, no spoilers. So agree. Yeah, the spoiler is you lose. Yeah. Anyway, I'm ready to do all three of my topics because I'm, you know, it's part of the wheel. So, let me just go ahead. Let's see. Come on. All right. There we go. All right. My first topic, it's going to be about the 
release of SpongeBob uh, SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. That will be coming on, uh, you know, for the iPhone, um, iPad, iPod Touch, and also Apple TV, and also Android and other mobile devices. To me, I feel like this is another way of, you know, um, of uh, making profiteering, you know, like to try, you know, but still at the same time, it's also a good idea because you get to play the game wherever you want, like, you know, instead of, you know, the whole, you know, like uh, if you can't, if you can't get back home in time or whatever, like you can still play it at any time, any put. what happened? Mike! Wait, wait, did he send you? What is it? Wait, hold on. Describe what it looks like. (laughs) 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 He's probably thinking of other girls as well in his right mind. No, no, I think that's him when that's what he looks like when he's taking a shat. All right, continue. Uh, anyway, anyway, the SpongeBob uh, SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom uh, rehydrated. I haven't played it yet on a console, but I will say that I, I'm I'm gonna look forward to playing it. You know, whether it be on mobile and Apple TV, because the thing is, I haven't had you know the the uh, what's the word? You know, the 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 gall to go outside or whatever to try and, you know, to get on GameStop or whatever. But, you know, if I ever do, then that'll be on my time and nobody else's. But I think it's a good strategy for them to, you know, get some money out of it. I mean, plus, if you can't, if you don't afford a freaking console and all that, then you can, you know. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, your comic got removed. I didn't remove it. I don't remember the comment. Must have been YouTube. Well, either it was YouTube or I don't know. I I, I made sure all the comments were you know uh, accepted. So I yeah. don't know what's going on. But anyway, <clears throat> so either way, I think it's a good a good way to make money. That's my opinion, right there. Because, and plus, it, it could be a better way that if you can't, you know, afford a console and all that, then, yeah. All right, Tom, man. I get it. We'll see. Yeah. Let's see. We're still building. We'll the, build, we're still building. Yep. And now, time for time for the second topic. Rumors that are, there's a rumor going around. I feel like this might be true. But then again, it might just be like, you know, Super Mario uh, 3D All-Stars. They're going to have a HD remake for for um, an HD remake for The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. One of the best uh, Zelda games, in my opinion, one of the best. You know, because the thing is, this is why I think Nintendo loves to profiteer off of re- remaster or remakes. When they do this kind of stuff, they know what the fans like. They like the nostalgia and remakes. And I think, you know, to me personally, I think that'd be good for me to, to play on the Switch. But I'm also planning on getting the original game while at the same time of getting a, you know, um, a new N64 console and uh, and the cartridges and all that. Because the thing is, you guys know me in a sense. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, I love some old school stuff. You know, I don't believe in any of that bullshit, you know, where you're going to have a, uh, an, an 
NES Mini or, or SNES Mini or whatever it is. The thing is, I, I really think that, you know, I believe in, you know, getting the classic stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But still, I hope, you know, when it comes out, I hope it's an HD remake, you know, with with good graphics. Nothing ripping off of uh, the 3DS version. I mean, not version, not virgin. <laughs> okay. Counting many times <laughs> I botch right there. I hate, it. I, I hate it and I don't like it. Just oh like I God. hate, just like just like I hate and don't like you, David. Oh. When I make you turn, I when I make you I don't swing that way. Oh. Whatever, flo- whatever floats your testosterone, kid. Oh. No, no, that, that, that was Brandon. But either way. But either way. But either way. Yeah, I kind of like like this idea, you know, because you know it, it helps you know not like again profiteering and all that like for money you know thing. But hey, whatever fills their pockets, and everyone loves some nostalgia. But we're gonna have a little different you know topic, and I'm not gonna lie. When this comes, there's a different type of nostalgia that you know really gets the goat. There are two types of nostalgia where we have the nostalgia where the fans want something that actually is legitimate. And then we have something that goes down regarding to things that we do not want right now. This is going to be my third topic, and I bet you probably, if you guys haven't seen my Facebook, there's an article that I wrote, and it's about the, the system of how they do storytelling in regards to title shots. I, I think it's pretty, you know, so... I think it's so retarded. It's it, it's gone to the point where, like you, like it doesn't matter. Like in wrestling, it doesn't matter if you win the Royal Rumble or win the Money in the Bank briefcase. All all that matters is is that whatever happens happens. It doesn't. The the system in itself is pretty much retarded inside and out. But basically put, it's all about you know. Vince McMahon do it everything he can to fill his pockets through the nostalgia of what we used to love back in the either the Attitude Era or you know or the Golden Era. Now, granted, there are a few stars in the from the Attitude Era that can still perform, but most of those stars are like either in the Indies or some of them that were, are really popular are either retired or in movies. Now, in my view, I think this should be you know like in my view. You got to rely on the younger generation because the thing is, that's how Vince McMahon was able to build stars like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and even guys that, you know, I could go on all day or all night considering we changed the, you know, the time slot. But at the end of the day, this is how I, you know, if you really want to know how this, this works, the thing is it hasn't been the same since 2000, since before 2013. So I'm going to go ahead and read off some things regarding, you know, uh, M- David is Vince McMahon Jr. Oh, God, if he was Vince McMahon Jr., I'd say F this S. I don't want him. Yeah. But anyway. The day I'm best with man is my health is his own. Amen to that. But anyway. Yes. Uh, okay, this is how the, how the system works. And I'm going to go – we're going to go – we're going to wind the clock, you know, backwards all the way from 2011 – all the way to 2017, and 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 this and they're still using the same system, 
and it's and it's stupid. You ready? Let's let's talk about The Rock. You know, makes himself the number one contender for the WWE Championship at Raw 1000 after two matches. You ready? Match number one. Him and John Cena defeating The Miz and R-Truth in a tag team match at Survivor Series 2011. Second match. Him defeating John Cena at WrestleMania 28 and then wins the WWE Championship from CM Punk at the Royal Rumble event in 2013. You see that right there? Pretty, you know, they really are, you know, and they're, oh, they're, oh, there's more. Now, now here's a topic that I know some people may, you know, want to debate with me with. And trust me, I don't think nobody should because I think Heyman Outcast kind of proved my point on how well vocal I am when it comes to this, you know, freaking, you know, uh, roid raging retard. Uh, Brock Lesnar becomes the number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at SummerSlam 2004 after seven matches since his return on the night after WrestleMania 28. First match, he loses to John Cena in Extreme Rules match at WWE Extreme Rules 2012. Second match, he defeats Triple H in a no disqualification match at SummerSlam 2012. Third match, he loses to Triple H in a no-holds-bar match with Triple H's career on the line at WrestleMania 29. Fourth match, he defeats Triple H in a steel cage match at Extreme Rules 2013. Fifth match, he defeats CM Punk in a no disqualification match at SummerSlam 2013. Sixth match, he defeats Big Show at Royal Rumble 2014. And seventh match, he defeats Undertaker at WrestleMania 30, thus ending Taker's winning streak at Mania by making it 21 and 1. Wins the WWE World Heavyweight Championship from John Cena at, at the SummerSlam event of 2014. Now, look at that buildup. That buildup right there, showcasing how they wanted Brock Lesnar, that is complete and utter bullshit. And I mean, and plus, I don't believe just by beating the Undertaker streak doesn't should not automatically mean you're qualified for a world title shot or in the main event of SummerSlam. I believe in telling a story. I believe in telling a story through matches and and you know to try and help build a suitable contender for the belt. If you're going to make it the most top prestigious prize, make it so people can earn it on TV or pay-per-view. But instead, how many matches did The Rock have? Hmm. Well, he had three, two before he had that title win with, like, almost separate years. And then there was, and then there was Brock Lesnar, who I just described. How many matches did he have? Yeah, six. But before he beat Undertaker, how many months did he take off before facing Cena? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was four months. Four months. He didn't wrestle for four months after that. And appearances to me don't mean a, mean a dime. It just shows you how lazy the freaking bastard is. And yes, he's a bastard. You know what? Take notes. At least I'm, you know, being outspoken with this. And then we have good old Bill Goldberg. Oh, you mean old bird. He becomes the number one contender for the WWE Universal Championship after two matches since his return in November of 2016. First match, he defeats Brock Lesnar to the, at, the, at Survivor Series 2016. Now, in my view, I think that I think that that was kind of like, you know, the favorite moment, I believe, in my view, in regards to Brock Lesnar's run. Okay? I love that. I like that he got jobbed out. 
But then there are some things that don't sit well with me in regards to other matches with Goldberg. Just keep that in mind. Second match. Gets eliminated from the Royal Rumble match, which was would be won by Randy Orton at Royal Rumble 2017. And then wins the WWE Universal Championship from Kevin Owens at the Fastlane event of 2017. Now, now what are you probably thinking... Thinking at this point where I'm getting at, apparently it's come to the point where it's all about Bill Goldberg once again becoming the number one contender for the WWE title against Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble, which is presumably going to be held at the Royal Rumble. And the thing is, if you haven't noticed and heard my analysis of how the part-timers are getting title shots... You probably know that it doesn't matter if you win the Royal Rumble or win the Money in the Bank ladder match. Because that now, it's dead. It's dead. I mean, like, last year, WrestleMania was supposed to be a big event. Especially, now, if Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar were supposed to be the main event of the show, like the, like the last match on the card, then that would have been something. But instead... Instead, we got nothing but horse shat. We got, like, five minutes worth of a match. And it looked like, to me... That is not how I'd want to win a world title from somebody that big. It's like it's like Goldberg winning from Kevin Owens all over again, or him winning from the Fiend, which is even more stupider. Now, this also proves that Vince McMahon doesn't trust the next generation. He'll never, he never will. All he's thinking about is, you know, like, like th- this proves that he'll never, like, he'll never, you know, trust them. Uh, next generation to build stars like he did with the aforementioned Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So with that in mind, Vince, you've lost your touch, and that's be- and because you putting the young guys down, and I'm going to name a few names like CM Punk when you should have let him main event in WrestleMania 28 against Jer- Chris Jericho. This is exactly why you um why you also held down a few other names. You know, such as um, freaking. Uh, I'm trying to think of a few names. There, there was a, there was a few na- names as well. Well, like, yeah, there was. You know what? I can't believe I'm going to say this. You even held back Diesel, who was your world champion at the time, and yet you had his match with Shawn Michaels to be overshadowed by. By a football player and a, and a and an in-ring veteran. Wow. And then and and and, and the list goes on and on and on, people. Oh, and you also and th- I mean this is exactly why you cannot you know that you've lost your touch. So Vince Dickman, go suck a dick. Go kindly eat a dick. Credit to Dan XP for that saying. And yeah, because. CM Punk said it best, and I'll say it just like Jerome said this past Monday. I mean, the WWE would be better would be better after Vince McMahon's dead. But still, what can you do? What can you do? Either way, I'm. That's going to be it for all three of my topics. So that being said, next topic goes to Andrew. All right, so, all right, so, 
is every what everybody know the actress the address I mean the actress I was going to say the, yeah. <laughs> all right the actress almost everybody knows her name is Tanya Roberts if you recognized her she was in a Bond film in '85 of A View to a Good Kill she was on appearance on the TV show called the That Seventy Show well. Turns out, on uh, I had I had the entire information right here on Christmas Eve last month that she was she fell out of the bed and she could not get up. So she was rushing the hospital, and then and then moments later on January the third or fourth, Tanya Roberts passed away. Because she and her life support has been turned off. So she died after that. She died at age of 65. She died at age of 65. So, oh, and, and also, she's also appearance in another TV show in the mid late 70s, early 80s of Charlie's Angels. So what are your thoughts about, about Tanya Roberts passed away? We'll start with, with Brandon. You know, I mean, there was, you know, before that happened, you know, of her past, you know, there were some false uh, accusations and all that. There, They have uh, uh, that one guy saying, oh, she's dead and all that and all, and all that other stuff. But, I mean, the one that was true, but, you know, but the one guy, he was falsely accusing accused of that of saying that someone's dead i mean okay i get it but still i mean don't say let me they like i mentioned this many a times there was a i mean i get it with tony roberts uh passed away and all that but yeah it's just like first of all like i just said this think before you say anything else being falsely False statement, I'll say that. And you'll all be it. All right, Jordan. I didn't uh I didn't hear what was going on and who passed away, but I do uh, know this. It's a shame. I will say that right there, just for the final record. All right, David. I'll have to go the same answer as Brendan. That's it. All right. And that's the end of my and at the end of my first topic of the, uh, the passing of Tanya Roberts. Tanya Roberts. And who's next, Jordan? Brandon. Brandon, take it away. All right. We'll go ahead and start off with my topic and after that we go to our sponsor as mm -hmm. always. So, start off this the one I'll be talking about which I talked about on the uh, the Jamin Outcast, uh, I'll give credit where credit's due. <laughs> it is brain buster. Yeah, it is the it is none other than brainbustertees.com. Yes. And they haven't they they uh have new, they have a new feature now where if you're like say for example like rent rate as an example like say if like for a hoodie and all that for both rantiversary and the regular rent and rave there's a feature where you can put your Email information, not like <laughs> Danny. 
<laughs> but yeah, this one, uh, not yet there, uh, Michael. Not yet. We got a long way to go. Hang on, I'll just say Hang this. Up. Look, when the main event happens, we'll let you know. Okay, it can't. We can't do everything, you know, all in one fell swoop. Besides, I didn't expect it to be this long. But you know what? We're just gonna go go for it anyway. Yeah. The continuing on though, where you put your, your email information on there, like, and all that, then you just just hit that send button, and they will you will have an email verify that either whether um, your the hoodie will be back in stock and all that. And then after that, and I like like for me though, I just send them an email and all that. Then I have after I got received from an email, there of course the hoodies for both Rant Rave podcast regular logo and the Rantiversary are back in stock. I have wait, I have a video game question. Go ahead, um, but you go ahead and continue if you if you're still continuing on. Yeah. Anyway, um. I think that'll do it from here for my uh, topic on the new feature for uh, BrainBusterTees.com. So that'll be it. Yeah. Anyway, now it's time for our sponsor from Jesse Carter at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Take it away. Yes. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter, you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-M-C. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right. Let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a gag for you. Uh, answer the question. Uh, I don't think I have regards to playing Mayhem, Warzone, or WrestleMania 2000, but still. Oh, okay. The answer answer to that question, I haven't played none of the above, actually. Same here. Yeah, a lot of yep. people are laughing Same. because of that gag. Yeah, beautiful. But anyway, let's go. All and right, next topic. Next topic goes to Andrew, and then after that, he'll give his. After that topic, he'll give the final one. All right. So now we got down to the. All right. We're now we're to the top five worst movies of last year. Oh, oh, you know what? I I, I wonder if Jerome's here because I think he probably want to take part in this because I hope the wrong Missy's in there. We have we have so many movies uh so many movies last year but I but I thought I make a short and I make a thought to make the top five that's fine and we'll start with number five and I'll let Brent Brent help you and Brendan help me on this one number five jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. yeah mm. 
That's the one that Nicholas Cage in it. Number four, Songbird. That's from last year, of course. Songbird. <laughs> you know, my God. You know what? Okay, all right. Songbird. Freaking well, Songbird. All right, all right. Number three. Uh, have you? All right, now, Jordan. Jordan, you, have you seen a movie of the movie called Doolittle? Doolittle, like Doctor Doolittle, or just yeah, Doolittle? From what, the new one with Robert Downey Jr. I've seen Doctor Doolittle, but I've never seen Doolittle. Well, Doolittle is number three on the list mm. of the worst. Number t- and here we go. The runner-up was the remake of Fantasy Fantasy Island. Ooh. Yep. Number number two and the number one worst film of of last year. Drumroll, Kevin. Drumroll, please. The number one. The Lost Days of American no, the, Crime. No, the, the, the Last Days. The Last Days the of last, American okay, Crime. Yeah, that, that was number one. The mm. number one worst movie of last year. And that's the end of my second topic of the worst, top five worst films of last year. Uh, by the way, we've retired the grade level guessing, but it's actually good because we're actually having good views, and plus we can actually do do it without. And plus, waiting for the, waiting for you know people to answer, you know, is getting kind of irritating. And plus, it wait, kills time. But anyway, uh, third and final topic to, uh, goes to Andrew. All right, my third and final topic was the, this past Tuesday we have the World Junior Hockey Championships, and I'd like to congratulate Team USA has won the gold. Yay! Team USA won the gold, but but Team Canada got the silver, and I have no complaints about that. I have no complaints about that. Canada, Canada. Either way, Canada stinks like you Andrew. Shut oh. it. Hey, hey, David. David. Hey, can I, do, can I do the honors, Brandon, in your honor? Go ahead. This is for you, David. This is for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. This is for you. Wait, 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 wait. I Wait, hold on. The number one worst thing coming in this year for me is the new Thomas and Friends reboot. And believe me, the reboot is going to suck sweet monkey ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's okay. That I'll, I'll, I might admit that's funny. That that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I like that. And of course, the um, before that they had the, the bronze medal game, and it goes to if I can load that load that up on my my phone, it goes to. It is not Russia. It's not Russia. It's, it's Finland. It, it, no. Oh, I was gonna say it. it I was gonna say Italy, but no, was, no, 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 Italy, no, no, Italy did not did not make it to the, the ten. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you okay, Patrick? Finland. <laughs> <laughs> so Finland got the bronze medal, and Russia just just out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the final score from this past Tuesday was two nil for Team USA, and that's the end of my third and final topic of the World Juniors from this past Tuesday. All right, Brandon, your second topic. All right, I'll go ahead and do that right now. Which before I go into the last month, so, but first, however, I'll say this: Let's do the analytics of the Red Red Podcast for all of 2020. Oh boy! Here we that, go. That, that one's gonna be uh one hell of an analytic. 
Yes. Or, 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 and by the way, I, I said analytic, not analytic. <laughs> yeah. Not like that, uh, yeah, but that's another story, not time. But still, anyway, uh, with the likes, close to 700, but it's only 682 likes. Yeah. And, yeah, and the dislike, which we could care less, of only 70. That's and the total. You know, Brandon, yeah. they, they could be into bots as well. I know. What's the, same. Well, anyway. what's, the number, what's, the, what's the number of views altogether? We'll get to that, Andrew. Don't worry. Just just calm your tits, buddy. <laughs> hey. Hi, Easy, Mr. boy. Easy. Hi, Mr. Hi, Mr. Martin, who is whispering in the background. Oh, yes, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's why the wrestling is coming from your dad, that's why. Yes, but anyway, um, the, well, the total likes and dislikes is 752 in total. Ooh. Wait, wait, hold on, someone asked what's the noise in the background, did you already answer that? Yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was my default. Whistle on the way! Whistle louder, why don't you? <laughs> Very funny. Anyway, like I'll go ahead and repeat the, the number one more time. So likes, dislikes, seven hundred fifty-two, and the percentage of likes over the ninety percent mark of ninety-one, and of course the percentage of dislikes. Yep, they can on that one. And of course the dislikes, which of course, like I mentioned, could care less of only nine percent. And this time for the views and all that in total for all 2020. I've been waiting for this number. 15,439 views. Oh, <laughs> yes. Now you see how hard work pays off in, in a combined total. Uh, mm -hmm. oh, even yeah. I heard it, even hurting my own hands I'm banging on the table. Oh, just so clear, people, we are not doing this. Wait, wait, I thought it was gonna be sixty-nine. Oh no, if it was sixty-nine, then <sighs> mouthwash comes after. And yes. I mean comes after. Also also people, we're not doing this for the views. Exactly. Yep, we'll see what twenty twenty one can brings us into all the views, the percentage of likes and dislikes, of course, and total likes and dislikes. But we'll see what happens when we get to to the end. But in the meantime, that'll be the end of my second topic for the analytics of the Rent Rate Podcast for all of 2020. All right, David, it's your turn for the second topic. Well, it's going to be a little game review. After your after your topic, it'll be the third and final topic for uh, Brandon, and then it'll be time. Yes. All right. Here is people. This is the game of. Oh, I'm gonna turn down my light. Oh, because hold on, I have an idea. I'll change. I'll turn down the bright. Game and watch Super Mario Brothers. Game and watch and all that. Yes. Ooh. Now this is the 35th limited edition and handheld game. And let me just say, I'm very happy I got this. And now it may not be the best of views, 
as you've seen, but the thing is here, this is actually a very cool collector sim. It may be a little bit more harder to play, but that's the point, you know, and... Um, it's not the fact that it's harder to play, David. It's the matter of the fact that, you know, you're like... It's like playing a Game Boy, only the difference is... Wait a minute, I just realized something. This is probably the reason why they were that they discontinued the 3DS. Maybe. Because when you think about it, Game & Watch was actually one of the things, like one of the founding fathers for handhelds for Nintendo. Yeah. So they're so it's like they're reverting back, but the way how they're doing it, it's like... Okay. But let me show you the code of future chair. Um, as we hear Mr. Martin resume away, uh, if, uh, you hit the game button and the A and B button at the same time, um, Well, it takes practice to, to beat that. I mean, like, and plus, I think you'd have to be very, uh, very, you know, and, like, and into the game. Like, if you've, if you've played it for a long, long time, then obviously you'd have to, you know... If you yeah. press, if if you go to Smart Bros, if you hit the game and the A B button, uh, you can actually get uh, hold on. Did you start a game? Huh? Bet you started a game, didn't you? And and you know the best part is, oh, go ahead. Sorry, David. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, continue, Andrew. I found it on Amazon already. I think I might get myself one just for just for grunts and giggles. It's like and, seven. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And if you had the game in A B button, you go to World Two Stash One, as you see. Oh. And if, and also that's not the only. Thing here on this handheld special limited edition. We also have Super Mario Bros. 2 Lost Levels. Like I'll show you what it looks like here. And yes, this is from the game from Japan, I believe. Yeah, but they but they probably made it so that way it'd be English, I guess. Or English. <laughs> and also we have a game called Ball for the NES, which I have no idea what that is about. I think it's I think it's like one of the game and watch games, I believe, back in the day. And not only that, folks, we also have a quark. Oh, a quark! A quark. <laughs> Reminds me of Gary, you know, uh, reading uh, Doctor Seuss books, like uh, oh. uh, 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 like the quarked, you know. But yes, uh, we have a, a, a quark on here. Um, which you can use, uh, and, all, and of course you can always uh, change the settings on here, like to make it for Easter time and all that, or Pacific, like Brendan is. But anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I it, now people say, oh, it's a waste of money. It only has the Mario Bros. Well, the thing is, walk. <laughs> The thing is here, this is actually a very cool item to have. I give... <laughs> Something passed by you? It, not, not, I thought it was coming from Andrew or something. 
No! Wait, did, it, did it come from you? No, I just heard in my headphones. I don't know where it came from. Did it come from you, Brandon? Did you hear anything? No. I, I hey, don't look at me. I nothing came from me. It must have come from your side, David. Yeah, David. All right, this is what this is what balls look like. Yeah. Uh, they actually re they actually you know remade it into Mario like you know the twice is white. <laughs> uh, or even better, the price is white. The pr yeah. that's oh yeah I get it. I get it. But um what well what about black? Black and white. Because you know uh TV Well that's three TV. that's three stooges color. No, you know you know, like back in the nineteen fifties, you know, black and white, you know. Yeah, well also in other in other places and like in some different eras there was also Sapia, but you know. Hmm. David has gone insane to the point he is hearing stuff that he we can't. He needs to hear him. A no. You know, you know what? I agree with that. Classic mm -hmm. quantitation. Oh my god. But back uh, to let's, oh. let's continue on with the top. Continue yeah. on with the topic because we're getting yeah. off track. Yeah. Here. Sorry. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just want. I just wanted to screw around a little bit. Yeah. So it's your fault. Anyway. Um. So. Yes. No, no, keep run, keep talking. It's you, David. So yeah, uh, like I said, if th people think this is a waste of money. No, this is actually a very cool item to have. It's limited edition, mind you, so get it while you can. And that, and I give this a five or five or ten out of ten plus five, five plus whatever it is for games. Um, I give it a one hundred percent rating. That's my game of view. I'm getting hey, I, I'm getting more blame in the chat than Donald Trump at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a dick. Uh, yeah, that's a burn. But anyway, but um, yeah, and uh, that is my topic now. So welcome back to Tic Tac Toe. Yeah, I'm gonna put some money in your pot in that simple. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. All right, a thousand dollars in the pot we shuffle. That, that's, 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 that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> by the by, well, the way, team, as you said, that's not the point, Jordan. All right, yeah. Third and final topic goes to Brandon, and after that, it's time, and you gotta get those people in here so that way you can uh, discuss the main yep. event. Which already did that ahead of time, so but before that. Let's go. This time, although I already uh, mentioned the ones for out all 2020, now this time we're going to wait a minute. Stick with that. Wait a minute. Hold what? on. Welcome back to Twick Twack Duo, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that one's okay. Oh, that's better. That's better. But I, that's the last I, one we're going to read. That's the last comment we're reading, you know, so that way we'll get back on track. Highlight yes. that comment. Highlight that comment. Yeah, go ahead and highlight just for craps and giggles. All right. Let's do it. Come on, show up. There you go. <laughs> you can't. You had to get. You know, I could keep it that way so that way you don't have to see David. But, but I could. You could say. But that. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, you too, Andrew. 
Go ahead and remove it. It's, it okay, yes. we've had her fun. Yes. Continue. All right. Oh, yes. Like I already did that for the last topic for the for all of 2020. This time, we're going to stick with that as we're going to go into the last month of this crap hole year 2020. But let's continue on. For the likes, 63 likes, up 16 from the previous. And, uh, and the dislikes, which, of course, we mentioned that could care less, eight dislikes, up two. But however, one, you know what? I hate to cut you off. I think the one I think was the best one of, of December. Like, okay, one of these two. It's either episode 60 or episode 63, you know, depending. Like, yeah. 60 was the one where we exposed that little, you know, that little, that little, you know, like perverted, you know, 14 year old. And then the other yeah. one was where we had uh, Alex Perez on for the first time, you know, when Andrew, yes. you know, had a, had to take a night, night off, but you know, sorry to thank yeah. we're celebrating uh, Christmas with the family. So, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Well, trying but anyway, to- wait, wait, it was episode 61. Oh, okay. Well, well, my bad. Take yeah, notes. Yes. Take notes to yourself or continue brain. Anyway. The, of course, the dislikes of eight went up two from the previous. Of course, the total likes and dislikes, 71 total likes and dislikes, up 18 from the previous. Let's go ahead and go into the percentage of likes. Remains the same at 89%. Nothing moved on that one. And same with percentage of dislikes, same from the previous, 11%. However, we went up in views, so we'll go ahead and go over with the view count right now. Almost 1,000, which is close to 1,000, which is 998. Went up 326 from the previous. Let's see what happens for the month of January. But anyway, that'll be it for the third and final topic of the analytics of the Rant Rate Podcast for the month of December of 2020. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, here's what's going to happen. We're going to start the main event right now. Now, also for other things that were said tonight regarding to the politics and everything else, there will be no more mention of it, okay, because – like, we're just going to move on from everything we have, like, regards to politics and also to this situation that has happened sometime, like, this week. So, with that all being said, be respectful in the chat. Be respectful to, I mean, like, what's going to go down because everything that's going to be said, is it's not opinions. It's basically facts. And this is the first time I'm not exposing someone in the main event. But then again, maybe it's a good way for me to have a step back a little bit. However, if you are associated with this certain individual who, who David and others are about to expose and you don't and you think and you want to believe, you know, what that guy believes, I suggest you leave right now if you don't want to pay attention. But if you stay and you actually listen to what's going on and why they're doing this, then I'll give you credit where credit's due and say you've got a set. But with that being said, David, he's going to be talk. David and others are going to be talking about a certain individual who 
He's, who has been talked about multiple times by the name of Zach Gagnon. But in my view, Zach gagging on my balls after after this. But that's a different story. But regardless, yeah. they're going to take the floor from here. Now, Brandon's going to put me and Andrew and himself backstage while some other people who have been in that have gotten into the crossfire of the situation take over from here. Now, let's right. hope. Let's hope. No, not you. The another Zach. Uh, you know, the thing is, we, thing is, the difference between you, Zach, in the chat and the Zach that they're going to talk about is one's a dickhead and the other is not. And you don't fit in the category of a dickhead. So there you go. But anyway, yeah. with that being said, um, are they backstage right now? Uh, I know. Um, I know one is coming. I know that for Thunderbirds. Can you uh, send the link to Don? I don't know if he's still there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he is right now, but and I think he's probably. This this is the first time we're actually gonna have someone like instead of not instead of me just do a main event topic like this, and you know what? That's a good change of pace because after all, for the last year and a half on Ran Rave, I feel like I've pretty much been the John Cena of the R and R. But then again, you can call me the face of R and R all you want, but then again, there's a time you got to give the spotlight to somebody. And I automatically put David in the main event because of this, you know, topic. And I really want him and others to roast the living hellacious Hades out of this guy. And also, if that boy's mother watches, do yourself a favor, lady, and turn off the computer or whatever device you're watching this on because you do not want to hear this. Wait, StreamYard is being crappy on phones, so I can't join in. Oh. What about and what about others? Try your try your laptop or computer. I mean, phone is fine, but yeah, yeah they they've done some modifications on phones, so yeah, yeah, yes. But anyway, try computer. If not, the phone is the last thing you need to do. So, but yeah, all right. I didn't, now, we might go over time. Hopefully, we still have some viewers watching. And by the way, the viewership is good. Yes. Well, do you, do you, have, a, do you have a smartphone? Or iPad. Wait, who's Michael Bombarder? Yes, sir. You're welcome. Rhett. Well, actually, you know what, Danny? Do you want, do you want to be a part of this? Wait, who is? Oh, I think that's uh, I think that's uh, uh, I think that's Thunderbirds. Or well, I don't know. iPod Touch. Oh. Well. Oh. Uh. Uh, Thunderbirds, uh, try it on computer. If not, just do your phone. You have to do something. Yeah. Anyway, hey, Danny, do you mind coming up on in here, you know, just to help out the situation if necessary? Because you uh, felt like, you know, yeah, because I feel like you need to in, in this yeah. case. Oh. oh, do you want me to send Danny the link? I, I, yeah. just, I just did that. So. Yeah. Okay, thank you, uh, David. Definitely appreciate it. 
Oh, well, he, he said, give me a minute. Actually, you know what? Casey did have that have that certain thing that you know you guys had earlier. Do you think it'd be pop? You think it should be? You think it's necessary for him to be on the call? That's well. That's not the right now. He could be part of it in the chat though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just play it safe. I'll be personal because like what Brent said. Yeah. But I will give credit credits to. I would say that. Yeah. Yes. Because basically the, the because basically also the screenshots that I saw, not gonna give out too much. What I saw with the screenshots from his mother, I gotta say, like, this is really this guy's mother. I'm gonna say this right now. You are delusional. And you'll probably understand why I say that, but I'm not gonna reveal any more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think it'd be best. I I don't know if they're if you're if you're expected guests are coming. I mean, it's ten. So oh, yeah. um, yeah, he would love to join, but on his laptop, but he uh, sign out for sign off for the night. Well, the only person I think that can be of use it has to be Danny. it it has to be Danny because he's the only one that knows more about this. Yeah. Yes, and speaking of Danny, there he is. All right. Sorry about that, the birds is just uh took a little longer than expected and typical. All right. All right. So with that being said, Danny, David, do what you can. Expose the living hell out of this guy. We're me, Brandon, and Andrew are gonna be backstage. I'll be watching from my phone while I'm getting some stuff done. But until then Oh, it's just gonna be us two, okay. Yeah. Oh god! All right. <laughs> now it's now it's our show. This is weird. I wasn't expecting this. I thought the three of them were gonna be here. Oh well. Well, so so that we won't get distracted. I suppose so. So, if anybody knows, twice this past April, so it's and also on Rainy Wave Twenty Eight, I ran to Don, Zach, and Brock. The spammers. Now, as for Brock, we're not going to bash him because he basically is 10% trouble or 20% trouble, and he basically is the one who got caught in the fire. But yeah, Brock's a good, Brock is actually a good guy, from what I've learned. Or a cake guy, but decent. Um, but Zach is the main issue here, folks. So, I'm going to explain this right now. Now, if we thought Zach learned his lesson from spamming and everything, no. No, he didn't. Basically, uh, he kept, you know, now, I don't have the screenshots with me because I, um, basically want to save time. We don't need screenshots for this one. Oh, for the spamming part. But, however, I will say this, though. He, you know, keeps... Uh, uh, um, at one point, he, uh, you know, earlier this year, put some of my friends in group calls without their permission or consent. 
And I know who it is who he invited, but I'm not going to say out of respect. Right. You're not supposed. And I'm saying, this actually happened. I'm not making this up. He put some of my friends on a group call, the uh, group DM on uh, the Discord. Yeah. Without permission or their consent. Yes. Well, that's the same thing, but yeah. Which is not cool. It isn't cool. Another thing that he's been doing a lot recently is he's saying, oh, he has learned his lesson and he is still learning it though. And he's not spamming anymore and all this other stuff, but he's lying. He's a liar. He is. And he keeps contradicting himself all the time. Yeah, like, like, it's just getting to the point where it's getting ridiculous. And another thing I want to point out. We would have this person on, but he is not in too much of this situation. The GameSofan 2020 Studios got roughly banned by Zach on a certain GameStop Club server. Oh, really? Yes. And you know why? Because of what Zach's been doing also is keep uh, asking for the admin and mod rules. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I hate when that happens. And with Zach uh, asking for the admin where he was not supposed to do it either way, has decided to freaking ban the game so fan 2020 studios out there for absolutely no reason whatsoever. AKA Jeffrey. Yes. Now even he sat himself Got in trouble on that certain server as well, but for some reason he keeps saying, I'm sorry, I'll learn my lesson. He comes back in there and decides to And he does the same old shit. He does the same old shit. Sorry to say that, but it's true. <laughs> it is true. And he's been doing this all the hot day time. All the time. All the time. He's got nothing else better to do, unfortunately. Yes. And... You know what is the worst thing about it? The situation that he's been doing for the past two years? It's not because of the spending part of him contradicting himself. I don't want to bring up the screenshots for this because I want to save time. But during an argument, he said the N-word. This is true. He was having an argument on, I think it was, Brock's arcade server. People were telling him to be quiet and to stop saying weird stuff or whatever. And he said the N-word, I think, two times in one message. Now, a, wish, a certain someone, which I'm not going to say I respect, but a, well, I'll give credit to He told me, Zach made his first video on YouTube. He was laughing at his brother saying the N-word in the background on his first video. You might be thinking, was it Zach himself? Or was it Zach's brother? We'll get to that. Oh, yes. I'm going to give credit to you. Now, I'm not going to say who's the one who messaged this uh, parent out of respect. And plus, he couldn't make it today, but I know who he is. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, and my friend says here, Hi, are you 
uh, sex mom. You may want to speak with your son as soon as you can. He, she says why. He sends the screenshots and he said your son used to the N-word in a Discord channel as picture here. She says don't, don't think it was him. I think it was my other son. Sex brother, brother that is. And and uh, my, my friend here says, I'm talking about Zach. So some background, Zach went totally out of control. And he also was swearing and calling insults in the friend's discourse server, saying stuff like F this S and I'm out of here, beat yachts. And it all uh, come on and, and Zach saying the N word. In that certain uh, server, right? What was and the response was, "How old are you?" My friend says, "I'm not gonna say the age out of respect, but is an adult." She is. Why are you talking to younger kids? I know Zach is eighteen, but others aren't on there. Um. I'm I'm 17 years old, and the thing is here, people uh, who are adults are actually okay. And here's the thing here, you have to be 13 years or older to be on Discord, and that's completely fine. You know, it Not even 13. I said 13. Oh, I'm sorry. And. The thing is here, folks. Um, now, if if she doesn't know about this cord, then I have nothing to say, honestly. So, uh, my friends here says to me, they are not just younger kids; they are people who are games of fans like game, and they are good friends. And like my friend is saying here, he's a good friend. She says, him, I will talk to Zach tomorrow since he's been better already. Uh, in response to that, Zach will not be talking that way anymore because I talked to him and he and told him he will get in a lot of trouble if he does. Like losing his friends, going on Facebook, YouTube, or Discord. He doesn't always understand what everything means because of his autism. Yes. Let me let me repeat that. Now I'm sick of this autism excuse. Zach will not be talking uh, that way anymore because I talked to him and told me he will get in a lot of trouble if he does. Like losing his friends, going on Facebook, YouTube, or Discord. He doesn't always understand what everything means because it's autism. Listen here. Autism is not an, an excuse. Now, if it was actually sex brother it doesn't seem like at this point but if it was no matter what it was sex fault and it was sex responsibility and the thing is it's a responsibility and the thing is here folks you're not supposed to say that either way even if you're a racist or not am I correcting you yeah you're correct and even if uh, he didn't know what he was saying or whatever. I think his parents, they should just 
take him off of technology altogether, give it of Discord and Facebook and all that for him, and maybe get him some help of some kind. Yeah, I'm not really out the comments there, but anyway, um, so and and the parent says here, "Interest repeats what he mean uh, hears." He will apologize to you all today, and I hope you guys accept his apology. You guys are the, uh, I won't say the group, well, it's already explained. The fragmentators are the only few friends. Right, if, if, all you, if all he has in life is to look forward to is his three or four friends on Discord, that's just a problem in itself. I mean, hell. Go to a community. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it is a bit difficult to do that for, with the COVID stuff, but, uh, you know. I mean, yeah, but continuing on. I wonder if he's even been outside in the last six months. That's actually a good question, but anyway. Uh, or actually, ten months to be exact. Yes, but, uh, uh, friends... Zach has, and I don't want him to lose guys over this. He's very upset. Uh, no one will talk to him again. I'm asking all of you as his parents would take down any videos he put up about him, about this problem. <sighs> Here's the thing, though. We do this because it's serious and necessary. Now, you might be thinking, oh, you sort of uh, discussed uh, problems, like, professionally. We, had, we, did oh, that yeah. actually, we did that actually before we were on the air. And I'm going to give credit to the time of 2 by 6 Despite our issues from the past, we're not, like, uh, having him back to our groups as a new friends. But that's the longest way for it to be still another time. But I'm still going to give credit credits to you. And by the way, this was Thomas' idea to have this discussion. If I'm not mistaken. And go, so, watch, the go watch the trial of Timeline 256 for further explanation as to what Dave was just talking about. Okay. Alright. Now, we're going to put, now it's 25 minutes on, I know. But, uh, once this, oh, Brandon, you need to, uh, uh, hold on, let me tell Brandon to, uh, 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 help his arse is still there. If he doesn't respond for the next until he like says he's here, he said he's here in the private chat. So, okay, share the screen if you can. It's backstage. Do the thing. Thank you. Okay. All right. Here we go. Brought to you by Tom Man Twenty Twenty. Hello, Danny. You're gonna love this, guys. This is a special treat. Anyways, listen to me. This has gone way too far, Zach. You need to calm down. First off, saying the N-word is never okay. I don't care who told you it was okay. 
okay. I don't know what that made you think it was okay. I don't know. I heard that. Uh, I heard that oh. he was talking to his brother about it, and brother said that he was laughing. But I'm yeah. not sure. Why would you think that's okay? Don't. I don't care what race you are. What person? What kind of gender you are? I don't care what happens. Not. I don't even care. <laughs> What the sin is you are. You do not say the N-word to a public server. It's going to take off so many people. And that's coming from a black person himself. I was hurt by that. Because that, that crossed the line. I, only, I, was in, I was only upset that you keep up getting on people's nerves. But the fact that you went that far and said the N-word, that is a low. That is really low. And I know you're not a bad person at heart. But you need to learn how to stop and calm down and think before you act. Anyways, David, you want anything you want to say to this guy? Or Danny, whichever one you want to go. Now, just so clear, me and Danny will both meet our, our mics uh, so that way there will be no interruptions. Go first. I'll, I'll go. How about this, Zach? Leave us alone. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's not. There are, there are more things in life. I've, I explained this to Casey a couple times, but like, you know, there's more important things to life than games with Hunter and Trek. Yes, you. I and I agree. Like I'm, I I'm not mad at you because you like game shows. That's actually a good thing. I'm mad at you that that you take game shows to the point. You did exactly what I'm doing. Take game shows to the point where it's your only thing in life. And I and I had to learn and I had to check. And trust me, Danny can vouch and David can vouch it. I had to check myself about that too. Not only they checked me about it, I checked myself about it. I'm enjoying. I'm just gonna enjoy life the way it is, and stop. And so, like, please stop adding people. Yeah, why do you have to add people? What the hell? This is not Casey. Remove, remove Matthew with the can. No offense to him, but still, remove him. Yeah, he but have, listen, he did not. Have, he did not have the permission to add him. So remove him. That's another problem. Place. You add people without permission. If you if you actually ask and say, "Hey, I I need to talk to you." Can I add you something? I would have no problems. But the fact of the matter is, you uh, add. Casey, Casey, remove Matthew now. Just no. Okay, I'm removing him. Don't worry. I can't remove uh, him. I'm not the owner here. I think it's Zach or Brock. But it is Zach. Oh, this is over. We'll leave. Listen, I just need you to grow. Yeah, this is the part where. Uh, uh, he decided to add uh, Matthew into the call uh, without permission or consent. He could have been busy. That's all I'm asking for you. And trust me, I've been down that path. I understand that you like game shows, but don't let it take over your life. All right, David, you want to say something about this? All right. I'm just trying to say this right now, okay? Like, he keeps saying all the time that you spam. You don't spam anymore. You don't, like, you have learned in medicine and you say, I'm still learning, though. I mean, it was your responsibility for letting but saying that we're on a platform where it shouldn't happen in the first place. I'm sorry. And like I said, I've been calm here and 
um, like I said, I don't have major beef with you because I don't want you to make a video about this or whatever. Because if we do, just there'll be consequences. So don't even think about it. I know Danny has more to say about this, but I'm just going to say me. The thing is here, ever since 2018, you've been spamming on Discord, to, like earlier this past, or well, well over a year ago, on the DRW server, you kept spamming. And either, yeah, yeah. and what, and me and Danny's friend were mad about it and it caused trouble. You did the same thing again, some other servers throughout the years, oh. and you keep. Wait, what was that? Say that again. I said I was trying to move on, though. You okay. were trying to move on. Hold up, David. I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off. I have a question for you. Right. If you're trying to move on, why did you keep doing the same things over and over again? If you keep saying yeah. you learned your lesson, that means I have proof what? of. My yeah, friend. we literally have the evidence right here, right now. Well, everyone's accusing me of that. That's why I've been having Matthew help. I have mostly helped. And yet, like, if you like, here's the thing. If you, I don't want. I'm not gonna say you're mentally disabled or anything because that's actually hurtful. But if you are mentally challenged, I I have no problem with that. It's just the fact that you use that as an excuse. For yeah. you to get away with everything, and it's and I'm sorry to say this right now. And, and I even have to myself because I'm disabled. I learned just the hard way. Especially saying that. Also, especially saying the N word. Yeah, especially saying the N word. There's no excuses for that. Even if you, even if you play the, even, the, you know, even, disabled even, card. Even if, even if, even I'm gonna say this even. Even if you are racist or not racist, you still cannot. Do your homework. And know what the word is about, and you should have said that in the first place. Yeah. What? I said I did an apology video. Everyone saw it. Like, uh, if it were up to me, you wouldn't be bringing, you wouldn't be brought back to any other servers. Yeah. If, if anything, if you hadn't done this, I would have kept you in my server. But honestly. I, I don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. And, and look what you did right here. You did not ask Matthew's permission to add him to this call like you do with other people. I'm not going yeah. to say yeah. names with that out of respect, of course. I am trying to be professional as I can, talking about our problems, not like some other people in the world, but that's a different story. But the thing is, you know, you, know you keep, I'm, I'm going to be honest, you uh keep doing videos about personal issues on your youtube channel that i have seen with my my own eyes that's not how that's not how you're getting away with it zach i'm sorry yeah. with you literally making videos of personal issues that's not how it works if frick if you left us alone for six months hold on let me scratch that you left us alone for a while, but I get what you're trying to say. If you left us alone for like maybe a year or two, everything. Oh, we... oh, let me say this for at least 10 months. That's all I'm asking. If you would have left us alone for about 10 months and that you actually changed, then I would have had no problem. Thank you. And
I just don't know what to do anymore. The thing is, and I have no idea what to do with Brock either because Brock is under your is like Brock is like one. one, one, All right, let me let me refuse this. Okay. Brock, I appreciate that because I because Brock, I understand was not a fan of what Zach said, and I just. Don't know what to do anymore at this point. Honestly, I'm considering blocking you again and never talking to you ever again. Because okay. if if you actually learned your lesson, I would actually have sympathy for you. The fact of the matter is, I have, been no, doing this I have no sympathy for someone who's You're a racist. None. You've been doing this, Zach, for two years. For doing this for two years, like seriously, like, to be honest, I think you need help because if you get help, you'll make yourself a lot better and not just be on Discord thinking it's one of the most important things in the world. I mean, what we're, doing, what, what we're doing right here, we're being professional and discussing our issues. Um, even, even like, the thing is here, we are what? We are what? Yeah, but the thing is here, you saying that everyone on Discord should never happen to begin with? You got yeah. Uh, actually, I'm gonna end right here. I'm sorry, Danny. I really want you to take the floor here. In fact, please don't cut off people. It's not cool. That's actually really disrespectful. Danny, uh, take the floor, please. I really want you to have your peace. I, I'm just like, hey, we've given him like multiple chances, and uh, nothing's changed, and. Uh... He just needs to get another hobby besides uh, games just on Discord because there's more things in life besides that. And uh, honestly, I honestly, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I see therapy. Maybe Zach can benefit from therapy. I can already tell. I think Zach would benefit from not being on Discord too. So yeah, I'm get so some help, Zach. I, that's what all asking. Don't so be obsessed with Discord. Oh, Zach, if you want to still be on Discord, be on Discord. Uh, again, David. I can if you want to be on Discord, be on Discord like twice a month while you're getting help. If you really want to be on Discord so bad. <laughs> Tell you there. Don't come in. So, I've got to head off. Good night, everybody. Sorry. We have to each other on Matthew's server, and I'm like, that hasn't changed the people at all. Why? But I went ahead and left the server anyway. Brock, stay out of this. I got hey, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, hey, hold up, hold up. Hey, Mike, hold on, hold on, hold on, Casey. If you're staying, stay out of this, then why did you add him into the call? Yeah, so basically, people, Zach decided to add Brock into this, and he's telling Brock to stay out of it. Too little, too late, buddy. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Tommy no. told you too. Yeah, I told no, him because he's part because Brock is part of the problem too. But still, if you but, if you did not want you had to say so. You had to say had, you have to say to say no. Had, I don't want to add Brock here, yeah. and I would have been completely fine with that. That would been yeah, same, same here, all of us. If you didn't want okay. Brock here personally, don't add him here or tell or let us know. Hey, don't add him here. I don't want to add him here. That's all you have to do. Okay. Like I'm gonna say this once more. Think before you add that. Think before you act. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is part of your problem, Zach. You're experiencing this. Like, seriously, you add people on here without permission. I feel bad for Matthew right now. 
honestly, I feel bad for Brock too because he does the exact same thing to Brock. What? Why? Because that's what it is. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, we're just telling you the truth, honestly. If you can't handle the truth, stay out of the kitchen. It'll be a lifesaver. Be a lifesaver. Yeah, mm. I don't want drama. Okay, I don't want drama either. Okay, yeah. none of us want drama. But you, but if you add to the drama, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to confront it. We have, we are discussing the problems. That is the big thing. We you, do not want to. You, 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 you want this act to have a meeting, and that is uh, 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 solving the drama. You know. Exactly. Yes, it is. Honestly, if you guys didn't even call drama, this was this meeting would never happen. Right. This thing would never have happened. In the and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, Zach. I want to say this right here. How come you keep telling people to unblock you? I want to say that. Yeah, that's another thing. He asked me. He, I was trying to help him. I'm still learning a little bit, and I'm not going to say the N word again. I already told Brock and Matthew that on Discord, right? Yep. Honestly, if Brock, Brock and Matthew, if you, if you, I would never accept it back, ever. That's what I think. That's what the biggest downfall from you and Matthew is that you, you don't want you, you know Zach is doing this problems. I, I'm the good guy. Yeah, you're not necessarily 100 percent good guy, but you're bet, at least better than Zach. Zach is 100 percent a bad guy. But here's the problem with you and Matthew: it's like you guys don't want to let him go because you have some sort of personal connection with them. And honestly, that's not that should never happen. If you if someone's really acting up, if you really meant that you if you really meant that you don't want someone saying the N word, cut all ties with Zach, plain and simple. Okay. Not saying you guys are perfect, because I know you. No. I don't know what you guys. Well, we're I don't know what kind of personal connection you guys have. You three have personally, so I, and I don't want to know. But if anyone's doing stuff like that, don't talk to. Them. It's not worth it. Okay, just calm down. Then things will get better. Yes, I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry if I'm sounding angry, but that's how I felt when David showed me the messages. Listen. Well, I was gonna say something else. Okay. Um, I know. Is this really the time to make jokes, dude? Is this really the time to make jokes? I mean, I mean, if this is a serious meeting. I don't think you should be joking around too much. What you did is pretty serious. You let's actually hurt a lot of people. Let, let, let's save, guys, I have an idea. Let's save all the jokes for later, okay? That's a good idea. Thanks, Tom, man. What you, not right now. Honestly, so what I was gonna say, honestly, okay. I think we're so done. Well, um, okay, can I go ahead? You can go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you have the floor. Okay, thanks. So what? It, so as I was saying is, I know I caused drama in the past. Now I don't do it no more. I'm not admitting for my mistake. I am approving that, that I don't do all the drama no more. Yes, you, now can I say something? What? Um, I was gonna let David and Danny. Well, I had to ban Brock from my server a couple oh. times because he kept trying to spam me and beg me when I was doing fragmentations and all that, and I did appreciate it. And, and it keeps saying, can I come back to your server now, or when I will ever this or that? Also, there's another thing I should mention, guys. Before you two joined, he actually screwed around with my server, banning people for no reason. I don't know why he- Say again? People. What happened? Why did he ban certain people if they did Just lost everyone. All right, how are you doing? How are you doing, uh, 
on. I'm fine this evening. So right now we are, uh, by the way, I thought it was, uh, Brandon, uh, tried pretend to be Danny with Danny, they end up games, but whatever. Um, so right now we are just finished to see the video where, um, where I just finished to the video where we had a healthy professional meeting of, uh, set, uh, Sav's problems with him saying the N-word. So, uh, mute, uh, kindly uh, mute the microphone so that way we can get through this with no interruptions. Mute my microphone, David? Yes. Okay. Did nothing wrong. Did you not like him personally? Because if that's the case, that's really low. I don't care what you guys do with DMs or whatever. Don't bring it to my server. Hold on. Hold on. I, I want to say this, okay? Yep. Go ahead, David. Sad. Second bro, I'm not mad. I'm just being professional. Here's the thing. Okay. Or you just, or you just talking. Just communicate. I'm, I'm, I'm being professional as a spinist. Let me just say this: If you want to be a great YouTuber, here's my advice: Don't okay. post drama. Don't put, don't post drama on YouTube with if it's personal problems. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't be on, on, on all my videos. Subs, though, David. It's not. It doesn't matter. Because you're going to lose subs if you're going to keep doing it because that will lose interest. And here's the thing. If you say, yeah, frog stack, the thing is here, you're the one who's been doing it before. Exactly. My dad I'm, came in. That's why I muted my mic for a little bit. But don't worry. I'm still here. Go ahead. I also don't appreciate it that you cut off people without even thinking. That's something I had to check myself about too. But still, it's really disrespectful. The thing is here. Like I said, I don't care what you do, Sack. I don't, frog, I don't care if you watch my videos. My biggest request is, in order for us to be quote unquote cool, is to leave us alone and don't talk to us ever again. Because here's the thing if you want to work things out, leave us alone for like 10, 12 plus months. Because here's the thing. Can you say that again? Can you say that again? Because you cut me off. I think you meant you cut out on his end. But can I say it for you, David? Go, go ahead, please. If you, if, you mm -hmm. wanna, if you want us to be cool ever again, just leave us alone for like 10, 12, 10 months to a year, maybe over a year. As for some cases, no. Okay. It's not. It's not that we don't. We don't like you. It's that actually, you're speaking the truth. Everyone hates you because you did some stupid decisions. You made crappy decisions. Yeah, we hate you it. We don't like it. It's not that we hate We're you personally, because I'm pretty sure you're a good person. You hate that you made crappy decisions. Yeah, but I'm sorry for that. Yeah, my mom texted you and Matthew the other day, Brock. Right? Yeah, for you, for you using the N word. Yeah, and I'm trying to explain everyone the truth, but no one wants to believe me. Except we oh, no, oh, trust me, we believe you. We just don't buy it. Like we don't buy. We don't think it's like. Hold you, on, hold on. You're making me upset now. Why are we being? Not, not having, Brock, just, just what, hold on, why? After what they said. Time out, time out, Dad. Hold on, let me say this, okay? Go ahead. How come we're making you upset? We're having a healthy professional meeting. How come that's making you upset? How is this making you upset when we're trying to have a professional meeting? We're trying to solve the problem. If we if you don't want if you didn't want this to happen in the first place, we don't do stuff like that. Okay. Plain and simple. Yeah, okay, I think we're done. Zach, any other is there anything else you want to say? I, I guess I do. 
I promise not to use that in the word again. I have an apology video up on my YouTube channel if anyone wants to see it. I think Rock already, Rock and Nappy already saw it, I think. That's, yep. I'm on a, honestly, I might watch the video and it, and it, it better be sincere. If not, you are you are literally the lowest of lows. Oh, hold on. It's my best. And I'm not very stupid, okay? The thing is here, um, uh, don't even bother making another video about this problem because this is supposed to be about us. And here's my biggest Keep surprise. Keep it in mind. The thing is here. Please stop talking about David, bro. both of you. I said this once and I'll say it again. It's disrespectful. Go ahead, David. And it's here. What the professional said, all you need to do is stop telling people to applaud you and make and prime others that they spam like you do all the time. And yeah. everyone, and, and Danny, I really want you to speak more about this with your opinion. I'm just like, uh, yeah, leave us alone. That's all I gotta say. I think yeah, you know, please. Anyway, David, Danny, I need to talk to you two alone. Okay. Now, I had to play a 1.5 speed to save time. So that is basically our quote-unquote healthy professional meme. I want to say other things as well. When I unblocked Zach because we were supposed to have... Now, he was on the Metro server with me. And I was like, you know what? Forget. Just don't small talk to me or don't even mention me. And I, and I completely... And I, Completely done my vote. What happened? Him saying that I weren't in all that drama. The thing is, he kept sending me friend requests on Discord like every single day. I am not kidding you. <sighs> He's so persistent. What? Why? Why? He just want. He just wants to go back to bullying you. Don't yeah. Uh, well, never. Don't trust him. Yeah. Like, he kept sending me friend requests every day, and I was like, it was getting... Brandon's... Brand, sorry, Brandon is saying, oh yeah, exact... I said, Zach acting like a coward and upset for professional meeting, and he said, Brandon is like, oh yeah, exactly, acting like a freaking two-year-old, and at the age, you should be better than that, seriously. <laughs> and also, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give uh, credit to, to Ino Mirasa. Um, to who? Uh, Brandon, uh, emo, you know, Warsaw. Uh, that's his username. Um, uh, Zach says here to him, can you make me a moderator? Uh, this was back, like, freaking September. Uh, no, June, excuse me. Uh, Brandon says here, how? Um, Zach here says, ask Matthew, can I, uh, invite Brock? Brock, uh, and Amherst, and and later on, he puts Brandon in the group DM, um, uh, saying, um, uh, like, know that he he even uh put him to the group, and he said, "Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you evidence that he's still spam." Okay. Why couldn't he type that in him just one message? Oh my god. You see folks, give credit to you. There's proof that he spams. I'm not kidding you. 
I told you, I told you, he's, you never, I'm never going to trust, I told you I'm never going to trust him again. I'm just, I, I, I was right. Uh-huh. And. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I got like over 10 likes on that video in less, in like an hour or less when I posted it, when I was done with Zach. Hold on. Tell me your experiences about uh, Zach here, dog, because this is why I have him on here. Well, it started off when uh, he and I were part of a, like another group of uh, YouTubers in the game show community of a YouTube chat before it left the before it left September two thousand nineteen, and uh, he was. Uh, we were telling him to stop uh, spamming us, and uh, he just would wouldn't stop. And we banned him from the uh, from the YouTube chat. This was before it was it was taken off uh, in the fall of last year. Yeah. So on a few times on Facebook, he kind of he's he uses me to ask people. To unblock or make him friends on on Discord, I'm like yeah. I'm like saying to myself, why can't you do it? You you can't use me to rekindle a friendship that you ended. And yeah, and plus, I mean, um, you even told me to um uh say. Uh, questioning me about Zach. Now it's like, you gotta be kidding me. Look at you, uh, I truly regret doing that. And and also, speaking of... Uh... uh well, actually... Uh... Not sure here. But continue one. <sighs> um... So, I heard the story of, uh... The N word being said on on a few um, servers like that Matthew the Fragmentationer was sharing it all over the place on Discord and uh, I looked all over the place it it must have been serious and uh, so I typed in what was going on and Zach just, uh, had, had said the those mean racist words confirmed by Matthew and. That's when I thought, holy cow, he clearly has problems. So I advise so after I posted my video of me being done with Zach the Fragmentationer, I I, I acknowledged everyone that that Zach that was on a server with Zach to leave it or ban him from the servers. And that so far I've gotten no servers with Zach on it. Same here, and thank God I even have to, um, freaking uh, left the group that me, Tommy, and Danny were on because. Oh, oh! I was on. I wasn't. I kept getting. I kept getting invited to a message group with Brock the Fragmentation and a few other friends. I, I don't. I don't. He I, actually did the same thing to twice. Me. It happened to me twice today. And also, uh, even. Uh, Zach tried to stick to my Facebook DMs, um, uh, messages request, ex uh, 
he told me back, uh, Zach told me, he said to my Facebook DMs, he told me back on July 23rd, I'm sorry for what I did, I did, promise, no, it, uh, no more arguments, okay, Demon? And then later on, on August 1st, accept my friend request, please. He just, he just wants to say that so he can dictate you again. When you think about it, that's actually true. And he, he and and he did the same thing to me. And I'm gonna show you all um the screenshots of what Jeffrey sent me of what happened with him getting banned. Well, what Zach getting himself in trouble before he was some reason brought back and decided to abuse his power as admin to get rid of Jeffrey. Uh, Zach says, um, well, actually, someone, okay, Zach says, hey, no, uh, hey, Noah, you remove me as a friend again. Unblock me, please. Hey, Noah, please unblock me. That's demanding, people. That's like, that's like a, that's not a rekindling of friendship. That's a demand. That's like a evil demand. Hey, Noah, please unblock me. Whoever has me blocked, unblock me, please. Hey, Noah, uh, Hey, Nolan Meyer. Uh, he also says, Brock, I think you're fans of the games of Bad 2020 Studios. Okay. Why? After saying, no, what? No cussing. I'm going to show you proof of that just for evidence. Oh, and, and, um, Jeffrey says, no, uh, Zach says here, oh, sorry, but can we be friends again? Sorry, no, or no. Or talk oh, sorry, someone. can we be friends again? <laughs> yeah, that sounds real sincere. He also says, who? Noah, I sent you the link to my server if you want to join, okay? Uh, and after he replies to Noah again with no cussing, who then? And Jeffrey says here, uh, let me tell you something. I was never friends with Brock and never will be, so don't make a lie about me, okay? <laughs> and that was, that was, that was Jeffrey saying that, which is true. And that's true. Why would he ever want to be friends with us? And Sax says he here, just wants to use us. And Sax says here, I'm trying to change. I'm still learning not to spam. Okay, I'm trying to change, but you're failing miserably. And I'm sorry for begging you for videos. I don't do it anymore, okay? Oh, yeah. Shaq, a long time ago on Jeffrey's channel, used to ask him like he was trying to make control of Jeffrey's videos. And he said, unblock me, please. Uh, after replaying, you know, uh, I don't like it and never will. And Jeffrey says, no, I am not. And... Good, good for you, man. And Sax says, why? And <laughs> why? Says, why? No one wants to be friends with me. Sorry. Sorry, it, continue. Because Jeffrey says here, because you always cause trouble. Yeah. Sax says, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to mistake, y'all. Sorry. I'm going to mistake. Are but you? Are I'm sorry I caused trouble. 
And he says, I don't do it. I don't anymore. Well, you contacted yourself there back on freaking um, uh, December because right after that, you said the N word. Just beautiful. And Chevy said, is, To be honest, I don't believe you. And that was. <laughs> And Zach says, please do. And, a cr- and I want Zach is a freaking weirdo. And he also says, I want you to give me another chance. Why? After so many changes. And that is basically the end of how he has decided to uh, put people in groups without permission. And how he decided to ban Jeffrey, the Games of Bad 2020 Studios, uh, using, his, uh, using his abuse of power when he should have been asking for the admission either way. Oh. Now, I'm going to say one thing. I'm, I'm going to say these in the words of uh, Paul the Llama from Llamas with Hats. Zach, please. We literally gave you every chance we could. We can't do it anymore. Yeah. So we literally gave him every chance we could, and he failed all of all of them. And I saw the proof right there. He keeps contradicting himself. I don't have the screenshots of his messages to me because what's the point? We're doing it right now, and let me just say this, folks. We're doing this for the right reasons, and this is a serious topic. And we're doing this the right way. And the thing is here, Shaq, if you're watching this right now, I don't care what you do. I don't have like huge major views, but just please give us one for about 10, 12 plus months because of what you did. You know. Yeah, 10, 12 months. Yeah, he better he better get his act together in that amount of time. Otherwise. I don't see him succeeding in life. Uh, speaking of succeeding, he hasn't, and I mean, he hasn't uh, changed. You know, he says, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. No, he keeps sending me a wall of friend requests, uh, and he tried to one point try to get into my server asking for the thing, and I just told him it was private because I want him in there for the first place, and I don't want to make a huge argument. And let me just say this. Please do. Uh, yeah, and Han. No, he's sack gagging on my balls. <laughs> what? Oh, oh god. He oh my god, he's he's creepy, he's raunchy, he's a racist. <sighs> I don't understand why he's alive in this world. Now, a prog, I can handle him better. But the thing is, he the problem with him is getting to crossfire with Sagan. Like I said, I'm not going to bash him. We're only bashing uh, Sag here. And now let's just say, people, facts over feelings. And this is exactly uh, what you get. Sadly, for watching this right now, please don't even bother making videos about our problems. Because here's the thing if you do, uh, there's gonna be consequences. And what we're doing right now is for the right reasons, not like you. 
not exploring our privacy. So, and also, by the way, Zach, please stop making Brock like he's your father, like he's your son. Like, is that right, Brock? And also, how he types. Brock is, is, Brock is Zach's feet kisser. The thing is, the way Zach's grammar is, hold on, let me show you. Zach's grandma? No, his grandma. I said his... grandma. Hmm. Uh, okay. He types. This is how he types people. I am not making this up. All, like, no lowercase. Just all uppercase. Oh. <sighs> uppercase, like, yeah, he... Yeah, I am so uppercase material. I should be the king of all YouTube. So you might be wondering, I did him. I did a rant on him twice on this show back in the spring. Maybe way twenty eight didn't work out because there's something in the live chat going on distract me. And but this is better. And the, and the reason why I put the others backstage is that way I can focus. Despite the cameras off, not that they're suspectful, but still, this I know. So, I, I want to make this like RR 24 in a way, if you will. Uh, so we don't like keep the ball rolling or whatever. But anyway, so folks, if you see Zach, just ignore him and just move on. And my request to everybody he's dead. He's sorry, sorry, continue. The main point is here. After this video is done, I am not going to be acknowledging him. I am not going to bother him. My, my biggest request is to not uh, talk about this guy. Uh, same with Brock, out of respect. Don't talk about these two. Like, for, like, just don't talk about them. That is my huge, honest request. And if you're going to say to me, and if I'm going to accept his friend request, don't even bother. Don't because, even bother. Yeah, exactly. Because we just showed evidence that Zach keeps contradicting himself. And even that, even though that in that professional, you know, healthy meeting, that proves my point and that rests my case. And that is the end. Of this exposure, the first expose, well, the, technically the second exposure of 2021. And say your final words, please, Dawn, before we add everybody back. Don't ever bully anyone or use anyone. Yes. So, your reputation proceeds before you. And also, your actions speak for the words. Actions um, speak louder than words, absolutely. So, Brandon, uh, if you're still backstage uh, doing your BFH, bring everybody else back in here. And also, I'm going to ask them what your, their thoughts are. So, And uh, maybe the live chat can answer them as well. Um, I'm going to start in ABC order. Uh, Andrew, give out your thoughts first about this. Oh, man. 
Yeah, you might be How are you enjoying that 17,000, uh, uh, Andrew? Yeah. Um, um This this is really this is really this is really shocking right there. Uh, like why on earth that that individual by uh, and I, I hope David already knows the we know who the, who he Zach, is. Zach. Zach gagging on my balls, gagging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 can I can I talk can I talk please? Yeah. Go ahead. I, I was just I, I was just telling you the name. Yeah. I don't know why on earth he uses the the N word. I don't know why he's doing that. That's his racist and he should have been shamed to himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, that's all I had to say. That's all I had to say. Brandon? You're going to unmute your mic now, Brandon. Yeah, I know. Oh, God almighty. This kid acting like a freaking two-year-old acting at his age. Why on the why on God's green earth are you thinking? And second... Why he used the N-word in the first place, and I'll go ahead and explain this right now. I'm going to tell everyone right now that you never, and I mean ever, use the N-word at all on anybody especially, else's channel. Yeah, especially whites. Whites could get in really big trouble for using that word. It's not a matter exactly. of it's not a matter of whites. It's more like you know anybody in general nowadays. True. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, but continuing on though, it's like Zach, for God's sakes, man, you're act. Oh, you keep bullying people. Like, oh, I'm gonna send a friend request. First of all, you don't do that crap. And and another thing, why you gotta be so rude talking over people like that? I mean. Jeez, Jiminy Christmas, though. You know, my God, Zach, all I got to say to you is this. Please, grow up, but, oh, yeah, that's right. You don't want to do that because you will <laughs> never grow up. You will never grow up at all. Yeah. He makes Jack Zach, the Ripper look like Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for that. Or Peter Bone. <laughs> Peter Bone, <Peter> dumb hole. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, anyways, continue on, Brent. All right, continue You're breaking on, Brent. me. Yes, continue. but anyway, Kate and Joseph. Oh, my God, uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, uh, continuing on, though, all I got to say to you, Zach, is this. And uh, on the serious note, please... Stop bothering people like that. And plus, ask for permission before you do that. People will get irritated for you keep on calling people like that. That that doesn't look good on you. I mean, seriously. Yeah, but still, Rizak gagging on my balls, or should I say, these nuts. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Got him! But anyway. <laughs> yeah, you can go. And as for you, Zach, 
You can go suck it for all I care. <laughs> Two words for you, baby. Suck it. Torn, <laughs> you have before. I know we have a lot to say about this. Okay. I'm about to shrink this cocksucker down to size, so brace yourselves, people. All right. So you want to come around here and you want to like act like you're you're a big hot shot that you're like you're the king shat of you know Discord and the game show community. Well, I got news for you, buddy. The only thing that you are the king of is actually literal shat that that gets flushed down the toilet. That's <laughs> all you are. Yeah. And plus, if there's one thing that really pisses me off about people like you is that you don't ever grow a pair of balls. You, because you, because it's like you were born. It's like you were born or hermaphrodite. You never grow, grew a set, and you never will, because of that. Now, granted, there are some people born that are hermaphrodites. No disrespect to them, because it's a genetic birth defect. But in this case, with you, you are the definition of a man who never had a set to begin with. <laughs> and plus, here's more to 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 the tale. You have to have your freaking mother, who's obviously a Karen in my view, <laughs> wants to, wants to freaking you know, speak up for you and use your autism as an excuse. <sighs> I have autism. I don't remember the last time I ever used it as an excuse, but if I ever have, I apologize for that. But at the same time, I actually have a thing called a brain. I use it. There have been times where I have made mistakes and I can admit to them. But at the end of the day, I just move on with what I got. But yet you have, but yet you have the gall to have your freaking mother get involved in this situation. But then again, even though well, someone I, told her about it, even yeah. though someone told her about it, at the same time, you, you haven't heard to be your, you know, your, uh, your, your mouthpiece, your freaking, you know, advocate to make an excuse like that. No, nah, bro. No, 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 no. He's no, the no, Brock no. Lesnar of the gaming community. <laughs> or he's the Brock Lesnar of the gay main community, but that's <laughs> But still, at the same time, yeah, do me a favor, cocksucker. And I want you to do me the and, and I really want you to do me this one favor while while you're, you know, you're get while Mr. Zach gagging on my balls gagging on, do me this one freaking favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. My... <laughs> All right. So yeah, you got. So and, and if any event, like I said before, and I'll say this again, you using your autism as a as a you know as a get out of jail no, free card. I don't that. like it. One, I don't like it one bit. Never have. Never will. Same goes for other cards that are played, like the race card, the the autism <laughs> card, the the freaking you know a, a victim card. You know every card you got. You're done for, son. You're done, and, and that's I'm, all there is to it. So go saying, ahead, and keep ga keep gagging on other people's balls while you can, because that's the only thing you'll be able to be good at. And, and as for you being a master of this game show community, forget it. you just you just freaking scumbag. That's all you are. Yeah, yeah. Also, also another thing. Contradiction oh. card. Yeah, that's a new one. Also, another thing is playing card. The N word card. If he, <laughs> There's if, a lot of cards here. If he says sorry for using autism as an excuse, we're not buying it. Never. No, no, I'm not buying it either. I said the David card, but it's not showing <laughs> up. All right. <laughs> I guess uh, if you're all here, I guess I can speak more. 
I, I, I got a lot of names. I got like any names I could think of to, to describe this kid. I, I, I they're, they are acceptable in your guys' opinion. He's a user, a racist, a spineless coward, a mama's boy, <laughs> and a fake autism SOB. Truth be told, he might he might might have autism, but then again, it doesn't matter. I mean, I had, I, I had autism myself, but my mother got me on a very healthy diet, and I am speaking like a king, like a polite king, with my gluten free, dairy free diet. <laughs> and I'm in bowling. I'm succeeding in bowling. I went to school. Well, well, for massage therapy, I don't know if he's gonna go to school for any of that. Uh, I think he, he th I think he better go to therapy. That's at best. In the words of Aubrey Scott, all I can say to Zach Gagnon is bye bye, Jude. And folks, I think that's gonna end the show. Yep. If you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance in the live chat. By all means, just go to the comment section and type in, you know, sections where, you know, you want to talk about some certain things. And also, be sure to subscribe to Brandon Martin and hit the notification bell whenever he goes uh, live or does a video at all times. That goes the same for Andrew Hawking, David 3000, and yours truly, J-Man's Legit, and also uh, Den of Games, and also Game Show Fan 2001. And with that all being said, God bless you, you all. my store. Also, denofgames.storeenvy.com. Uh, also, check out uh, Thunderbirds 501. You know. Yes. That being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for an even better day tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And with that being Peace. said, of course. Yep. And of course, Rant Ray Podcast on the Facebook page, of course, Twitter at RNR Podcast 19, of course, Capital RNRP, Westford Lowercase, including number 19. Same with Instagram, all of its lowercase, including number 19. Of course, BrainBusterTees.com for all your stickers, Gaither Face Mask, the Fanny Pack, too. Stickers, I mean, shirts, jackets, hoodies, and many more. And with that being said, we'll see you for episode. 66 next week of the Rants and Rave podcast. So with that being said, good night, everybody.